It's time for high school football on Extreme Sports. Brought to you by the Extreme Sports Foundation Builders Club. Now let's go to the field for tonight's tonight's game. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to high school football action here tonight on Extreme Sports. We got a dandy tonight. Class D1 State High School semifinals as the Sandy Creek Cougars get ready to take on the Mustangs from Stanton. I'm Mike Will. I got the play-by-play for you tonight. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside. And, Jimmy, a couple of teams that can really put some points on the scoreboard matching up here in the semifinals. Sandy Creek knocking up Cross County last week to get here. Stanton, uh, uh, they picked up a win over Arapahoe to get to the uh, semifinals. Uh, Sandy Creek playing in the semifinals for the first time since 1994. And look at this place. It's jammed. This is what high school sports is all about. It is incredible. When I pulled up here, I was a little behind your uh, schedule here today, so I drove myself over. And I'm going to tell you what, this place is packed. There's tailgating going on. They've got golf carts out there shuttling you up to the main gate. This place is uh, wild right now. And uh, if Sandy Creek can uh, pull off this victory here tonight, this place will go berserk as they will get head their way down to uh, the state finals in Lincoln. But you talked about the two teams. Bull, undefeated. They have been impressive offensive numbers both teams averaging uh, up around 60 points per game we could be watching a real track meet here tonight you look at some of the uh, numbers rushing touchdowns for stanton this year 70 they're averaging right at 380 yards a game for sandy creek they've got 50 touchdown rushing 29 through the air well, I'll tell you what, and, and some great players. We're going to see some good ones. Stanton's got a couple of guys. Barrett Wilkie, their quarterback, he's thrown for 1,118 yards this year. He's rushed for 1,636. He's accounted for 49 touchdowns for Stanton this year. Becker Pullman is also going to be another guy back there uh, running the football. 129 carries, 1,601 yards. On the other side, some familiar names. Ethan Shaw, he'll be the trigger puller here today for uh, Sandy Creek. 29 touchdowns. He's thrown for 1,566 yards. He's also rushed for 1,092. Connor Rempe will be his other counterpart. Rempe with 551 yards and eight touchdowns. But, well, I tell you what, it's going to be a little different for us to get used to an eight-man game as opposed to an 11-man game, a 40-yard field. Going to be a little different, but uh, a lot of tremendous athletes on the field here tonight. Yeah, 80-yard field, just remember the uh, midfield stripe <laughs> yeah, is the 40, yeah, all right? Yeah, yeah, we've we've been working on that uh, since we got here. All right, so it's a Sandy Creek and Stanton here tonight here on Extreme sports had a good chance and a good uh, conversation with sandy creek head coach andrew kuna earlier this week as he get, got his team ready for the uh, state semifinals here tonight well coach, well, coach it's been kind of a magical, magical season, season uh, for, for your football team, team. How, how has it been for you personally uh, you know, you know it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun uh, i've really enjoyed watching these guys grow together as a team uh, watching a lot of them develop throughout the throughout the course of the year uh, we do have quite a few guys that at the beginning of the season were young guys maybe not a ton of experience uh, so it's been really cool watching those guys grow um, as a whole i felt like we've come we've done a great job of coming together uh, playing, as playing as a team, playing, team, playing together, together uh, sacrificing. Um, we got some guys that are really unselfish on this football team, and it's been really fun to watch throughout the year. As you started this thing back in August, did you visualize that this team could possibly play in, in the state semifinals this year? 
you know, I, you know, I, I, I thought with the guys we had coming back, back um, we, were we were a really young team last year. So coming into this year, we did bring back a number of guys that had some experience. I uh, brought back a number of our skill position guys. Our offensive line I thought would be really good. Um, so I knew I knew we'd be solid. I didn't know. Uh, what, uh, that what that would look like at the end of this year, year. Um, um, with a majority of our roster being sophomores and juniors, I didn't I didn't know that I uh, would have pegged us to have the year that we've had. Uh, but I thought we could be really solid, and I thought we'd be competitive as well. You get to play the, the semifinals here at home. I know there's a, there's a lot of fan support. That's going to be exciting, and you got to be looking forward to this thing. Yeah, you know, uh, we, we preach to the kids to eliminate the distractions and to uh, just focus on us, focus on what we need to do to be successful. Uh, but as an alum and as somebody that's been a part of this program for a lot of years, I am really excited. Uh, excited to see uh, the number of people that will come out. I'm excited to see the support. Um, it's something that this community and this program has been uh been lacking for a lot of years not not the support but the uh the the opportunity to play in a game like this we haven't had the chance to do in a long time so i'm excited for that a couple of years ago you guys were just uh looking to pick up a one or two for your football season and now you're playing in the in the state semifinals what about the, the turnaround uh what do you contribute that to uh, it's been a long time coming for this group of young men. Uh, they've worked extremely hard. A lot of them, a lot of our juniors were starting as freshmen. Uh, a number of our seniors were guys that con- contributed early in their career. Uh, so these guys have done these guys have done the work. They've done what it takes to get to this place, uh, and they've earned it. They've earned it in the spring when we're doing individual workouts and working on uh, little details. They earned it throughout the summer in the weight room and all the football camps that we went to, and then just be competing at practice each and every day. Um, these guys have earned the opportunity to be here. Last week in the quarterfinals, a big win over Cross County, 44-24. to Not many people thought you would get by Cross County last week. What was the difference in that ballgame? I thought our guys came out and executed extremely well. Uh, I thought Coach Wiseman and the defensive staff uh, put in a really solid defensive game plan. Uh, I thought we got those guys' keys right. I thought we got our defense to get their eyes right and to read their keys uh, and to read and to react to the football. Uh, I thought defensively we had guys flying around the entire night making plays and playing fast. Um, offensively, we, we knew that it was going to be tough in the trenches. We knew they were really good up front. Um, we thought that... Uh, Connor Rempe creates a matchup problem for a lot of teams. He's really good in space. He's really tough to defend. Uh, we have some overall team speed as well uh, to utilize in that regard, and I thought that we put in a game plan that was going to allow those guys uh, the opportunity to make plays, and it was up to them to make them. And Friday night against Cross County, we did that. Quarterback Ethan Shaw has made uh, plenty of plays for you this year, both with his feet and with his arm. Talk about him. Uh, what's he bringing uh, to, your, to your team? And his ability to deliver the football on time and in a place where only our guys can get to it uh, has been really solid all year. I think he's up to like 29 touchdowns and only four interceptions. So we're, we're, we really preach uh, taking care of the football. We allow him to to take those shots and to uh, try to take it. It looks that he gets and to try to score. Um, and he's he's done an outstanding job of taking care of the football while still doing that. Uh, in the running game, I know we broke 1,000 yards last week. Um, he's got almost as many rushing touchdowns as passing touchdowns, so he's been really efficient for us. Uh, but his ability to throw and run the football uh, really aren't his best attributes. The, the best thing about Ethan is he's an outstanding leader. Um, he holds guys accountable. He does things the right way. He communicates extremely well, uh, and he commands his huddle extremely well. Uh, we give him the freedom to make a lot of decisions at the line of scrimmage. Um, he's able to change plays at the line of scrimmage if we need to or adjust blocking schemes, uh, and he's done a really good job of kind of taking this offense and making it his own. 
It's not a it's a not a one man game. Obviously, you already mentioned that Rempe. You got a couple of running backs too that are uh, joining him in the offensive scheme. Yeah, we have we have a lot of guys that we think uh, can do damage with the football in their hands. Uh, ben Sullivan's a guy that um, I think for a, for a more traditional offense would probably get a lot more touches. Uh, he, he's really quick downhill. He's a big physical guy. He's strong. Uh, I think he's around that 500 yard mark for us this year in in a limited amount of touches. Uh, so he's done an outstanding job when he's been given the opportunity. Uh, Caden Schmidt's a guy that he he has a good number of rushing yards as well. Uh, he actually plays backup or he's he's our backup quarterback. Uh, so his offensive reps are limited um, in situations where the first group's out there. But he's he's a really explosive runner and does a really good job at that quarterback position. Uh, Jacob Peter has a number of receptions and touchdowns for us at that tight end position. Uh, we really like giving him the ball on uh, some out routes, some screen plays, things like that. Uh, we think he's really sure-handed, and he gets to where he needs to be. Uh, we have guys like you know Jack Clark and Owen Oglesby, guys that can move, guys that can run downfield, uh, and they're big-bodied guys, and they're able to catch the football. So we try to utilize as many of those guys as we can, and I think it makes us versatile offensively. Uh, but none of that's possible without the offensive line. Those guys up front do an outstanding job. Um, their pass protection has been great this year. Their run blocks, their run fits have been outstanding this year. Uh, they have the freedom to kind of work together on each of our offensive plays and figure out uh, the best fit for them to block it based off of the defensive alignment and what they're trying to do throughout the game. And those guys communicate really well together, um, and and they're really what makes this offense work. Coach, what about uh, Stan? What have you seen about this group? They're a big physical football team. Uh, They're going to run right at you. They're going to do it repeatedly, and they're going to make you try to stop them. Um, And, you know, checking scores, watching film, nobody's been able to do that this year. Uh, they got a quarterback that's a very physical runner. He throws the football well, but they don't ask him to do it a ton. Um, they got a running back that's similar build that runs really well. Uh, their offensive linemen are a bunch of big guys that move really well in space. They pull those guys all around the field. Uh, so they're a team that's going to attack you um, with the number of guys at the point of attack, and they're going to they're going to make you try to be physical enough to stop it. Obviously, uh, stopping the the rushing attack that is going to be uh, one of the keys Friday night. Absolutely. It's going to be really important for our defensive line to uh, maintain their maintain their gap responsibility and do their job. Uh, you know, we, we've preached all year about doing your job and making your play doesn't always mean you're going to make the tackle. Uh, and I think our guys up front have really bought into that. Uh, we ask those guys to be disciplined and to do what it is that the team needs them to do. And they've done a great job of that all year. Um, looking forward to see them do that again Friday night. Uh, our linebackers, I, I think we got a really smart and physical group of linebackers. They might not be the biggest unit in the state, linebacker-wise, uh, but those guys come downhill hard. They fill alleys. Uh, they take on blocks the way they're supposed to. They play together, uh, so they do an outstanding job. And then we got two guys at corner that I love watching play. They're maybe a little undersized for their position and being asked to do what we have them do, uh, but they're fearless. They come downhill. Uh, they meet guys at the line of scrimmage. They hit guys low. They're not scared to stick their nose in there, uh, and, and they clean up anything that gets through. So they've done a great job as well. Coach, uh, does Sandy Creek have an advantage uh, somewhere in this game? Um, you know, looking at the two teams, I think that um, the team that wins the line of scrimmage is going to be successful. Uh, I think it's something that both of us throughout the course of the year have done pretty well. Um, I think that they they're going to – run it right at us, run it middle, left, right, see if we can stop it. Uh, I think offensively our goal is to uh, try to get some guys in space and see if we can make some plays that way. And I think that whichever team is more successful at doing what they try to do is going to be going to come out on top. What will it mean for you? What will it mean for this program to maybe uh, play here next week uh, down at Memorial Stadium? 
you know, I, I think the, the, the guys we have know the opportunity at stake, but we're not looking past this one. Uh, we're focused on us. We're focused on what we need to do to be successful. Um, we're eliminating distractions. We're, we're, our goal is to go 1-0 each week um, and really, really 1-0 each day. We're, we try to win every day at practice, at film, um, in meetings. We try to just do things that we need to do to be successful. Um, and, and I think they're really excited for the opportunity to do that on Friday. A big week here. It's easy to eliminate the distractions you just talked about. Uh, it's something that we preach a lot. I think our guys have done an outstanding job of it. Um, they're really locked in. They're really locked in. I see them with their noses in the offensive playbook. I see them with their noses in the defensive playbook. Um, I, I think they've done an outstanding job of just focusing on the task at hand, uh, understanding that they don't need to do anything um, that they're not capable of doing. They don't have to do anything special. They just have to do their job this week. All right, good luck. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. That is uh, Sandy Creek head coach Andrew Kuda as he's getting sent to lead his team into the Class C1 or Class D1 State High School uh, semifinals here tonight as they uh, get ready to take on the uh, Mustangs out of Stanton. We'll take a break and come back. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. The Corner Market has been serving Edgar and the surrounding area for over 30 years now. Stop into the corner market for all of your grocery items. And while you're there, enjoy the deli or their homemade pizza. Grab something for lunch or dinner, or pick up your favorite beverage. The corner market has all of your hunting supplies too. The corner market at 323 North C Street in Edgar. The Down South Bar and Grill in Dewey's would like to invite you to the Who Be What E Craft and Vendor Show on Tuesday, November 28th, beginning at 5 p.m. Come see us for some holiday-themed cocktails, soups, and shopping. We'll have several different vendors on hand, including homemade baked goods, permanent jewelry, tumbler cups, locally grown houseplants, homemade candles, and more. And don't forget you can always enjoy the great food and atmosphere at the Down South Bar and Grill in Dewey's. To some, the sound of a bag of seed being opened marks a year of unpredictability and sleepless nights. But for those opening a bag of Pioneer brand corn, it brings a different set of feelings. To them, that sound marks innovation, knowing every seed has been proven in the toughest environment possible, the field. It marks the start of the best year you'll ever have. Pioneer brand corn hybrids, field proven and ready for yours. Visit Pioneer.com slash innovation. Local sales representatives Sarah Hamburger of Glendale and Brian Shaw of Edgar are proud supporters of Cougar Athletics. The Cougar Pride Booster Club would like to congratulate the Sandy Creek Cougars for making it to the playoff semifinals and wish them the best of luck in tonight's game. The Booster Club supports activities that enrich the educational experience and promote character formation of the Sandy Creek High School students and promote community pride and involvement in the school. Congratulations again to the Cougars and the Cougar Nation for such a successful season. Keep up the hard work. You are listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports. All right, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back up just outside of Fairfield, Sandy Creek. Been a while since we've been down here, Jimmy, but we expect a good one here tonight for the state semifinals in uh, Class D1. Sandy Creek getting set to take on Stanton. You mentioned uh, some of the big stars. Uh, Stanton's quarterback is uh, Barrett Wilkie. 
a six foot, two hundred and ten pound junior. Becker Pullman is going to be the running back, a six foot, one hundred ninety five pound junior. At the tight end will be uh, Kiefer Ferno, Ferno five ten, two hundred pound senior. Josh Aaron's on the other side, six foot, two hundred eighty five pound sophomore. Up front here, you've got Ren Brown at guard, six foot five, two hundred and fifty pound junior. Garrett Hansen is the center, five foot eleven, two hundred pound junior. And it'll be a Gatlin Davidson at the other guard position, five foot ten, two hundred and ten pound sophomore. For the uh, Sandy Creek offense tonight, Ethan Shaw is going to be your starting quarterback, six foot one, one hundred eighty-five pound junior. Running back will be Ben Sullivan, five foot ten, hundred ninety-five pound junior. Wide receiver Connor Rempe, five foot seven, hundred and fifty pound junior. Logan Sanders, a six foot one hundred seventy pound senior, on the other side. And up front, you've got uh, Jonas Amos. He'll be uh, the center tonight, 5'11", 260-pound sophomore. At guard is going to be Will Claycamp, 5'11", 215-pound senior. And Christian Shaw, 5'11", 190-pound freshman. Sandy Creek in their black uniforms here uh, tonight. Their black tops and their white bottoms and their white football helmets. The Mustangs going to be in their black bottoms and their white tops and their, their orange trim tonight. So you've got Stanton, uh, Team Jimmy, looks like they're going to run the football. Meanwhile, Sandy Creek, they want to mix it up. And like you said when we first went on, could be a track meet here tonight. The winner will play in the uh, state championship ball game. A week from Monday down in Lincoln, it'll be the 10-15 game on Monday. They'll play the winner of the game going on tonight between Exeter Milligan Friend and a Crofton. That's being a stage tonight up in Crofton. Yeah, you talk about Exeter Milligan well, Friend. That's uh, another another team that uh, was uh, uh, had an upset in the uh, uh, last round against North Platte St. Pat's. They went out there and beat them, but Sandy Creek had that big, big win last week against Cross County. So uh, it'll be an interesting game here tonight. A lot of fireworks. All right, playing the singer of the National Anthem as we get sent for football tonight here at Sandy Creek. At the twilight's last gleaming Whose but shines and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rockets right glad The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave For the land of the free And the home of the brave I, the singer of the National Anthem, we're set to go to the Class D1 state semifinals here tonight from Sandy Creek. Great facility, and again, like you said, Jimmy, the place is jammed here tonight, as you might expect for this semifinal ball game. They've got a brand-new video board uh, just across the way. I don't want you to hear you whining at all tonight that you can't see the scoreboard directly across the field yeah. from us here at Sandy Creek. Yeah, everything is set up over here on the uh, what side. I'll throw you off on that one, I know. Well, I know we're going north to south here. Well, then which side are we on? We are on the east side. Hey, very good, very good. So you got the scoreboard on the west side. Scoreboard on the west side. They have never had any bleachers over there from uh, even back in my high school days. They've had everything over on this side uh, 
of the uh, facility. But again, they uh, got the, the bleachers, a very big set of bleachers, all the way down from about the 20 to the 20, and they are jammed watching people come in here. It was taking them forever to get down to their seats. I hope nobody has to, hopefully they, people that uh, had coffee and stuff before, they don't have to go to the restroom because it's going to be very tough to get out of here. But this should be a dandy game. Again, Sandy Creek with the big win against Cross County a week ago. That was one that really got the state's attention. And Stanton, just a top-notch team. They've uh, they've been there all year long. This could be a wild, wild football game. As Sandy Creek has deferred, they won the toss. They'll defer, and they will be kicking off to Stanton. We are underway. All right, Stanton's going to grab the ball here at the five-yard line. Quickly back to the center of the field, 15-20. Out across the 25 to the 26-yard line. Hopefully you've got your pencils sharp enough tonight, Jimmy, because I think we're seeing a lot of offense here in this one tonight. I double-checked my bag last night. I've got a whole pack up, so we're good to go for the uh, remaining uh, few games here in the season. Got one college game left. Uh, that is tomorrow. We'll talk more about that. That is in Crete with Doan University Tigers and Hastings College. But uh, playoff football here at Sandy Creek, and we are getting ready now the white cap. What we're signaling for here. Our players uh, being held up here just uh, six seconds into the uh, game. Oh, yeah, we got we to gotta have a football that here might, before that, we that, can play. That's, my, yeah. that's, a, that's an important thing. So they kicked off uh, with a football, and now they're going to bring out a, uh, a football here. And this is going to be a Barrett Wilkie at uh, quarterback here for uh, Stanton. As uh, Hope sent a banner motion to the far side, Wilkie is going to run the ball. He reverses out of there, reverse pivots, and he gets the ball close to the 29-yard line. So he gets it close to the 29, a pickup of only about three yards on the play. It's going to bring up a uh, second down here. Second down and about, uh, what, seven yards to go from the uh, 29-yard line. Stanton is moving from our right to our left here. In this uh, first quarter of play, just underway here at Sandy Creek, it's the undefeated uh, Mustangs taking on the undefeated Cougars here in the uh, state semifinals. Wilkie is going to bring a man in motion again. Wilkie is going to run the ball. He breaks loose across the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. They had him stopped at the line of scrimmage, Jimmy. He just goes, uh, what, 40, uh, 51. 51 yards for a touchdown on the second play from the line of scrimmage. And for Wilkie, rushing the uh, football, that's his 30th touchdown on the season. They just faked the handoff upside. He went right in behind the tackle and then was able to get through the scrum and get it to the outside. And I'm telling you, there's enough athletes on both of these teams offensively. If they get out to the outside, it's going to be a a foot race to the goal line. And that was the case there. Stanton gets on the board second play of the game, 51 yards out. Well, there's no excuse for that because the Sandy Creek had him stopped right there in the line of scrimmage. All of a sudden, he breaks loose, and he's got tremendous speed. He takes it downfield, 51 yards for a touchdown, and Stanton goes out on top here by the score of uh, 6 to nothing. Now the uh, two-point conversion attempt, and they get a a delay of game on the uh, two-point conversion attempt here. So they bring the ball back to the uh, eight-yard line. And this will be what uh, what Stanton's going to do a lot. They've only tried four extra point kicks here this season. Uh, Wilkie is their kicker. Uh, he is two of four on extra points. They have not tried a field goal attempt, so they'll line up in that uh, tight formation here, what they were on the, uh, the last play. All right, so a two-point conversion attempt. They pitch the ball away, trying to get outside in the wide side of the field, and that's going to be stumped. So the two-point conversion try is uh, no good. But uh, Stanton draws the first blood here on the second play 
from the uh, line of scrimmage. They go 51 yards for a touchdown. Stanton has got the lead. Stanton six, Sandy Creek nothing. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. Fairfield Butcher Shop has probably been serving South Central Nebraska for over 40 years. They offer custom butchering, processing, canning, and curing. The retail store also sells jerky, bologna, sticks, fresh found beef, steaks, bacon, sausage, and a variety of other cuts. Stop in today for some fine quality meats. The Fairfield Butcher Shop proudly supports Cooter Athletics. Welcome back to Extreme Sports. Hi, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back here at Sandy Creek. Second play from the line of scrimmage. Stanton goes 51 yards for a touchdown. And the uh, Mustangs have got the lead here over a Sandy Creek 6 to nothing. That didn't take long. No, we talked about how lethal this offense for Stanton is. That is their 91st touchdown on the season as they squig it off to an up man. That'll come down at about the 31-yard line. So first series for the Sandy Creek Cougars. But... Uh, don't don't hold your breath on this this uh, bunch of cats. They can score as well. We talked about how both offenses are just very electrifying. We could be seeing a lot of points. We'll test that uh, new scoreboard and see how many points they can rattle up on there. It may look like a basketball score by the time we're done with this. So Sandy Creek with their first possession here. Haven't talked about the weather. Beautiful night. Well, the temperature at uh, game time, they tell us, was 46 degrees. Yeah. And the wind's blowing out of the south at about uh, 5 to 7 miles per hour. Here's uh, Rippy trying to get outside. He drops the football out here, and Stanton says they've got it. The officials agree. Boy, about as worse a start as you could imagine here. Sandy Creek gives up a touchdown in the second play for the line of scrimmage for Stanton, and they fumble the ball offensively. Connor Rempe trying to come to the wide side of the field. He got to the corner and simply dropped the ball, and Stanton recovers. They uh, recover here at the 29-yard line of Sandy Creek. Yeah, just watching the replay on the board over there. He was met by uh, one of the uh, outside backers that come over there. But before he even really got to him, he dropped the football again. Cold temperatures could cause a problem all night holding on to the football. So Stanton with their second possession, they've got it at the uh, 29-yard line. Wilkie's going to pitch the ball, but they blow this one dead. And it's going to be illegal procedure here on the uh, Mustangs. Well, both of these teams are scoring machines, but you certainly don't want to fall by, uh, down by a couple of scores in the first quarter. Now, you, you know what the old adage is from uh, all coaches. When you ask them, uh, what's it going to take to win this football game? Well, the one who makes the, the least amount of mistakes, who can come up with some turnovers, and who can uh, run the ball, who can block, who can do all the important stuff that's uh, in front of you. And, boy, Sandy Creek, uh, they give up, uh, should have brought the ball carrier down or the uh, quarterback for uh, Stanton the uh, series before, and then they fumble the football. So see what they do. First of 15 here for Stanton. Wilkie's going to hand the ball away, a little uh, reverse play. Up to the near side of the field, that was uh, Becker Pullman uh, carrying the ball there for uh, about uh, three yards on the play. And a pickup of three. We'll call it second down and 12 now after the uh, penalty on to Stanton. So second down and 12, 10 minutes and 40 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Six to nothing is the score. Stanton has got the lead over Sandy Creek. Both of these teams undefeated 
on the season. The winner plays in the state championship game a week from Monday. Wilkie wants to throw. He airs it out here, and we're going to have contact made in the defensive secondary, waiting for a penalty flag to come down. Jimmy, I don't see it, and you see it be uh, just an incomplete pass. Yeah, Becker-Pullman was on the route back there as the uh, quarterback, Wilkie, dropped back and kind of threw just a a lob down the near side of the field. And then uh, Pullman kind of come back in. He ran right into the defender. He was not even looking for that. And uh, so the official right there said no. Incidental contact falls down incomplete. Third down and 12. We don't see a lot of passes out of Wilkie. Only 39 of 63. He's thrown for 1,118, 20 touchdowns, only three picks on this season. So we'll see what they dial up here. Again, third and 12 from the Cougar 31. All right, uh, Wilkie wants to throw. He's going to set up a little screen. Oh, Oh, nearly intercepted. Nearly intercepted. It was in his hands, and they drop it. But uh, they're going to be forced to uh, maybe put the football away here. Fourth down, 13 yards to go. Boy, uh, Sandy Creek had it right in their hands. Owen uh, Oglesby was uh, the guy who got his hands on the ball and uh, nearly uh, took that one out of the air and went the other way because there was nothing but green grass in front of him. Yeah, a lot of traffic out there and kind of got some contact. So now Stanton will go for it. Fourth and 12 ball at the 31-yard line. Wilkie is uh, in the gun. Wilkie uh, backs up. He's going to fire it in the middle of the field. It's going to be incomplete. Off of the fingertips of his intended receiver again, Becker Pullman. So Sandy Creek will hold. And the, uh, the turnover didn't hurt him here as they hold on uh, downs here. And their offense comes back out of the field. Yeah, that was the uh, third pass attempt for the uh, quarterback and Wilkie. All three of them on that drive fall incomplete. Stanton with four carries, 58 yards. Remember, they had the 51-yard touchdown run on their second play of the football game. So now Sandy Creek, calm down, get the butterflies out of your uh, out of your body here, fellas, and uh, get down to what you guys do the best. Fumble didn't hurt them. Second possession for the Cougars at the 31-yard line. Ethan Shaw, the quarterback here for uh, Sandy Creek, and now we got a penalty flag in the far side of the field. That's going to be an illegal procedure so call the on the, uh, Cougars. the Cougars. Yeah, I think uh, what you're seeing, Jimmy, you just touched on the, the butterflies and the... The excitement of playing in this is semifinal ball yeah. game here. Yeah. yeah, they've just got to get the uh, get the butterflies out of them and get down to what they do well. I mean, look what they've done throughout the whole season. Get down to playing their football, their style of football here. Calm down and uh, get things going. Shaw brings the uh, high snap down. Oh, he's going to run the ball himself. He gets it up to the uh, 29-yard line where he's going to be a stop. Uh, right there, right about the uh, 29-yard line. So second down and 11 yards to go here as uh, Ethan Shaw just carries that ball right there for uh, Sandy Creek on the uh, quarterback keeper. We talk about the quarterback comparison. Uh, We talked about Wilkie, only 63 pass attempts for Shaw, 116. He's uh, completed 70 of them this year, averaging 142 per game, 1,566 yards. He's thrown 29 touchdowns and four interceptions. He picks up four off the left side going to bring up second down and 11 here from their own 30 yard line sandy creek moving from our left to our right here in the first quarter of play shaw wants to throw the ball he's got time shaw ears it down the right sideline contact made and uh incomplete pass just off of the fingertips of his intended receiver connor rempe had it in his hands down here at about the 25 yard line but it falls to the turf and it's gonna bring up a third down situation third down and 11 now from the cougars from their own uh, 30-yard line. Yeah, they like to, to run Rempe on that wheel route, and that's what they did. They got him out of the backfield. He's got tremendous speed. Not a very big guy. Only 5'7 out there, but very quick. Got around the corner, but one thing we're going to see, every time you advance
advance into the playoffs, you get quicker guys on the other side of the thing. So it's going to be a tough, very, very comparable football teams here between Stanton and Sandy Creek. All right, empty backfield here. Shaw's going to uh, run it on the quarterback keeper across the 35 to the 40. 35 now up with Stanton. He's going to have the first down and more as he moves the ball down here. They're going to mark the football right at the 36-yard line. That's going to be a uh, first down. Tackle is made uh, downfield there by uh, Jerron Bloom of uh, Stanton. But not before Shaw picks up a first down. And now Sandy Creek on the move. They got the ball in the Mustang territory down here at the 30. They're going to actually mark it right at the 36-yard line. Good tough run there by Shaw. We'll give him 13. Two carries already and 17 yards for Shaw as they've got the football across midfield down to the 36-yard line. Very good. Here's a handoff down to uh, Rempe. He tries to get outside, and he's going to be stopped. It's going to be a right. Well, they're going to actually lose about a yard on the play. Nice uh, defensive play there by Mitchell Hupp getting in there. Up the outside linebacker for Stanton, six foot one, 185-pound junior, comes in with 55 stops so far this season. No gain on the play. In fact, about a half a yard loss. Second down now. We'll call it 11 yards to go. The ball is sitting at the 37-yard line of the uh, Mustangs of Stanton here. Again, it's going to be a Shaw with one running back in the backfield. Shaw is going to run ball across the 35. He gets it to the 31, bounces forward to the 30-yard line. A pickup there of about seven yards on the play. And Garrett Hansen into the stop for Stanton. Hansen, the 5'11", 200-pound junior defensive tackle for the Mustang. So here's a manageable situation for Sandy Creek. Third down and about to four yards to go. Line of scrimmage is down the 30-yard line of the Mustangs. Sean comes up, empty backfield. Couple of uh, wide receivers split out to the uh, right side of the formation. Shaw waiting for the snap. Shaw's got the ball. He's going to run it himself. He's at the 30. Breaks outside to the 25. Still to the uh, 20-yard line. And he pulls forward to about the uh, 19. Ethan Shaw counts his own number there. Calls his own number and picks up the uh, first down. He's got the first down at the 19. Tackle is made in there by uh, Kiefer Furneau for the uh, Stanton defense. But the Cougars pick up a first down down here at the 19-yard line of Stanton. And now they're in the red zone. Four carries for Shaw already, 35 yards. And, boy, tell you what, there's uh, some good genes uh, in that young man's uh, uh, running uh, in his uh, system. Brian Shaw's son out there. He's also got a freshman playing up on the offensive line. Ethan, good, tough run of 13 yards. Shaw backs up. He wants to throw the ball plenty of time. He's going to air it out in the end zone. It's going to be incomplete. Well, they had a man out there, but it uh, was thrown a little bit uh, too far. Incomplete pass, second down, and uh, what, second and 10. The ball is sitting at the 19-yard line. Yeah, we talked about Shaw and uh, his uh, father, Brian Shaw, down on the sidelines, one of the assistant coaches, had a good uh, run up for the Cornhuskers in Lincoln. I'm sure he'd love to uh, a chance to get back into Memorial Stadium. Probably a good following to come uh, watch him and his, uh, his two boys play in the state championship game that they can get there. Sandy Creek trailing as Stanton. The score is 6 to nothing. We're in the first quarter. Six minutes and 53 seconds to play here from a Sandy Creek. Shaw's got the ball. He's at the 20. Cuts back into the center of the field. 15. He's at the 10. He's down here at the uh, six-yard line. That's going to be enough for another first down for uh, Ethan Shaw. Tackle is made in there by uh, Jerron Bloom again. Bloom, a 5'9", 160-pound junior quarterback for the, uh, the Stanton Mustangs. So now Sandy Creek sitting at point-blank range. First down and goal. They've got the ball down here at the Stanton six-yard line. 
Boy, a touchdown and a conversion would uh, give them the lead here in the first quarter. Yeah, and right now Shaw is just really taking the taking the game right on his shoulders and doing what he can. He's had some nice big runs already at 49 yards on five carries, and he'll be back there, have a, a back just right off his right hip. They're going to uh, fake the ball, and Shaw's got her to get it at the five-yard line. He uh, lunges forward. He gets the ball down to about the three before he is stopped in the play. Tackle is made in there by uh, Barrett Wilkie. The free safety coming up to uh, make the stop there for the uh, Mustangs. But now Sandy Creek, they have got the ball down here. They're going to put it right down at the three-yard line. Second down and goal for the Cougars from the three-yard line. Well, one thing you see out of Shaw when he's getting uh, wrapped up, he's always falling forward. They don't ever get a chance to push him backwards. And with these uh, frame, able to uh, lunge out there, pick up a couple more yards. So second down and goal here for the Cougars. All right, empty backfield again for uh, Sandy Creek here. From the three-yard line of Stanton, Shaw has got the ball. Shaw has got it at the five-yard line, and he gets it down to about the two before he is brought down. So pickup of about a yard on the play. Going to bring up a third-down situation now. Third down and goal. The ball is down here at the two-yard line of Stanton here in the first quarter with five minutes and 15 seconds to play here in the opening period. They brought a uh, back in motion right across the uh, behind the uh, offensive line there, and Shaw got right in behind, tried to push him in front, but a good defensive uh, pursuit there by the linebacker in uh, Wilkie. Third and goal. All right, Shaw waiting for the ball again. Shaw has got it. He takes it out for the right side. He's at the two. He's at the one. He's into the end zone. Touchdown. Ethan Shaw takes it in from two yards out, and the Cougars are on the board with 4.54 to play here in the first quarter. For Ethan Shaw, his 27th touchdown. Did we tell you it was going to get wild? Just think if they win this, baby, it is uh, cranked up here. That is, uh, again, Shaw's 27th touchdown on the season. He takes it in from two yards out. Eight carries now, 56 yards for Shaw, and they'll line up. And this is something that uh, uh, Sandy Creek don't do a lot of either. That's uh, Richard Hawk is their uh, PAT kicker, six of eight, but they'll elect to go for two here. All right, Shaw's got the ball. Now they uh, give it on a reverse to uh, Rempe. Rempe tries to get it into the end zone for the two. They say his D went down short on the uh, goal line, so the two-point conversion is uh, no good here for uh, Sandy Creek. So each team has uh, scored a touchdown here in the opening quarter. Each team has missed on the uh, two-point conversion. Four, twenty, actually 4.54 to play in the opening quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Sandy Creek 6, Stanton 6. You're listening to High School Football tonight on Extreme Sports. Fairfield Butcher Shop has probably been serving South Central Nebraska for over 40 years. They offer custom butchering, processing, canning, and curing. The retail store also sells jerky, bologna, sticks, fresh ground beef, steaks, bacon, sausage, and a variety of other cuts. Stop in today for some fine quality meats. The Fairfield Butcher Shop proudly supports Cooter Athletics. What they sound like. Keep it right here. You are listening to Extreme Sports. It's a 6-6 ball game now. Sandy Creek and the uh, Stanton Mustangs here. Stanton has got the ball as they bring it across the midfield stripe of the 40-yard line. 
down here into the uh, 36 of Sandy Creek, but a penalty flag goes down. Yeah, I tell you what, Stanton's line is uh, really doing a good job up front. They're getting Wilkie just enough room to get in there. He's a tough runner. They're going to be very close to the first down, but a penalty flag came in, and here we're going to get the uh, going to be a face mask on Stanton. So that's going to nullify the first down. It was second down at about six yards to go. Wilkie took it off right side and was able to pick up the yardage, but all for not going to be the fourth penalty for Stanton here in the football game, and they'll uh, push him back all the way past the original line of scrimmage. Big, big penalty. Wow. All the way back here to about the, uh, what, 27-yard line or so. So it's going to bring up a second down and a long now. Six to six to the score. Each team has scored a touchdown here in the uh, opening period. Each team has missed on the uh, two-point conversion attempt. So Stanton has got the ball. Stanton moving from our right to our left here in this uh, first quarter of play. So following the penalty, uh, long situation here. Second down and 16. Wilkie has uh, got the ball again as uh, he brings it across the uh, 30-yard line. Breaks outside the numbers, uh, 35. He's going to be run out of bounds on the far side. Wilkie has the ball away to a Pullman. And Pullman takes it to the uh, right side out in front of the uh, Stanton bench. So third down now, big third down in the situation, third down call here for Stanton. I tell you what, Wilkie not only carries the ball, throws the ball, runs the offense. That one there, he pitched it to Pullman, his tailback, and he got right out front. He was the lead blocker on that. He's just kind of the uh, go-to guy. He does it all here for Stanton. And they'll be looking at a third down and about nine yards to go. They'll pack it in tight. In between the tackles, send a man in motion. That's a Pullman going in motion. Wilkie carries the ball straight ahead. He's going to be stopped short here. He got about to three yards, and he needed nine, Jimmy. So now a fourth down situation for Stanton. We'll call it fourth down and actually about five yards to go. The ball is sitting at the 38-yard line. That's the Stanton 38-yard line. And Wilkie is their punter. Would you believe this? This is one thing I did last night. I shook my head and couldn't believe it. They've punted once this year. And, well, Wil- and Wilkie's their punter. He's averaging 40 a kick. Well, when you score 60 well, points I, in a ball game, you, you don't have to punt you very don't, often. You don't need to punt. So I'll tell you what, you think it was loud earlier. It's going to get cranked up here. It's fourth down. They're still trying to decide what they want to do. They're using all of their time. Now they're going to get up there. Now they're going to call a timeout. They are. They were confused on this, whether they were actually the going to go or kick it. Well, you don't make it here, Jimmy. You're going to give the ball to a Sandy Creek right in the midfield stripe. Yeah, exactly. Right inside the, the 40. So, yeah, you've got to uh, make sure you got all your ducks in a row here. You can't be giving it back because Sandy Creek just took the football right downfield and jammed it down the Stanton Mustang throat and scored on the last possession. All right, we're going to take a break here. We've got 2.41 to play in the first quarter. Sandy Creek 6, Stanton 6. Well, just uh, keep it here, Jimmy, as this is going to be a, a quick timeout here as uh, Stanton goes to the far side, and now they're going to come out and uh, decide what they want to do here. Fourth down, fourth down in the call. It's uh, about four yards to go for the uh, first down. Everything right now between the two teams has been on the ground. There's been five pass attempts between the two quarterbacks. All of them have fallen incomplete. So now Stanton's talked it over. They're going to go for it here on fourth down. This would be huge for Sandy Creek. Get the ball back in Stanton, uh, Stanton uh, field. They give it to uh, 
Pullman, and Pullman is going to have the first down as he powers his way across the 40, across the 35, down to about the uh, 33-yard line. Eight on the carry by Pullman. He was the tailback, just took the quick hitter. And again, Wilkie, the quarterback, right in behind the center. They were just like a big old snow plow down there and opened it up right in, right across the SC out in the middle of the field. Eight yards downfield inside the 35-yard line, down to the 34, 220 and counting. In the first quarter, 6-6 six to six here in this semifinal game. Again, they uh, pack it in here on the first and 10. Pullman is going to get the uh, call again. Pullman across the 30, takes the ball down to the 28-yard uh, oh, line as he bounces forward there. Tackle forward. is made in there by the Cougars. That's going to be uh, Caden Schmidt coming up from his uh, defensive back position to uh, make the stop. But that's a pickup of seven yards in a play, second down and three. We talked about all the rushing for Stan. That's their ninth carry at 87 yards. I might have missed one on the uh, technical difficulty when we got uncorked, uncorked, and uh, <laughs> trying to find the uh, the loose wire. But uh, anyway, for Sandy Creek, 11 carries and 56 yards. 0-2 passing for Shaw. Stanton looks at a second down at about four here at the 28. Here's an uh, inside handoff. It's going to go to uh, Pullman. Pullman takes the ball. For a couple of yards right up the gut down here. At the, very uh, close. Yeah, they only needed three for the first down, and now they're going to give him the first down. So they give him the first down and pick him up three yards on the play with a minute and 16 seconds to play here in the first quarter. 90 yards of rushing now on 10 carries for Stanton. Five first downs, four penalties for the Mustangs. 0 of three passing for Wilkie. But they got the football down to the Cougar 24-yard line. That last is scoring drive for Sandy Creek. Went 11 plays in 54 yards. There's a pitch to a Pullman. He bobbles the ball. It falls to the turf. He gets back on top of it. But that's going to be a loss of a couple of yards. We've already seen uh, one turnover. That was on uh, the first play from the line of scrimmage for uh, Sandy Creek. A fumble that was recovered by Stanton. That one was fumbled. But uh, the Mustangs get back on top of the ball. A ball is a Pullman. Ball's on it back here at the, uh, what, uh, 27-yard line. I think just a simple case of Pullman pulling his eyes off the pitch. The pitch was right there, hit him in uh, hit him in both hands, just fell to the turf, and he wisely went down and got on top of it. Sandy Creek was there, but not quick enough. Second down and 11. Here's uh, Wilkie. He's going to carry the ball as he stumbles forward across the 25, falls oh, to about the 21-yard line for uh, Barrett Wilkie. That's a pickup of about, uh, what, four or five yards on the play. Going to bring up a third down situation, third down and five yards to go, and that's probably going to be your final play of this uh, first quarter as we're going to reach zeros on the scoreboard on the far side. So a couple of high-powered teams. They have been in the end zone each one time here in the first quarter at the end of one period, Sandy Creek 6 and Stanton 6. You're listening to High School Football tonight on Extreme Sports. SC Farms of Fairfield and Skyline Farms of Edgar want to congratulate the Sandy Creek football team on a great season and good luck in the state playoffs. We are proud of you. SC Farms of Fairfield and Skyline Farms of Edgar are proud supporters of Cougar Athletics. Before or after the game, stop into the Trailhead Tavern of Fairfield. The Trailhead Tavern is owned by Gary and Rachel Susie and is located on Main Street in Fairfield. The Trailhead Tavern is open evenings Tuesday through Saturday and on Sundays from 4 to 8 p.m. Enjoy their homemade pizza and relax in their cozy atmosphere. You'll find it all at the Trailhead Tavern of Fairfield. 
where the trail begins and ends. You are listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports. All right, back here at uh, Sandy Creek. You're listening to the Class D1 State Semifinals tonight. Sandy Creek and uh, Stanton going at it. 6-6 six six is the uh, score after one quarter. Wilkie gets the first call here in the second quarter. Gets you some stats in the first quarter brought to you by Coley Pipe and Steel. Coley Pipe and Steel been around 46 years. The Pipe and Steel office, 405 West South Street and the plumbing showroom at 300 South Colorado. For Stanton in that first quarter, they had 94 yards on the ground on 12 carries. Three passes all incomplete. For Sandy Creek, 56 on the ground. I'll get you individual numbers on this fourth down call. Fourth down and three. Wilkie has got he's got a block around in front of him. Wilkie takes it around the right end. And I don't know if he made it or not. Yep, they're going to give the first down across the 15. They're going to move the ball down to about the 13-yard line. Rippy into the stop for Sandy Creek, but it wasn't good enough as Wilkie picks up the first down here and Stanton is on the move. Individual, individual leaders for Stanton in that first quarter. Wilkie, five carries, 68 yards and a touchdown. Pullman, seven carries, 25 yards for Sandy Creek. It was all Ethan Shaw. Eight carries, 56 yards. He's got all 56 of Sandy Creek's offense. Look at him pack it in between the tackles here. All right, uh, Wilkie is going to pitch the ball to Pullman. He has hit once. Pullman breaks loose, and Pullman kind of moves the stack down here, down to about the uh, 10-yard line. He was stopped uh, right at the line of scrimmage, but he keeps keeps his leg moving and moves the pile down. They're going to spot it at the 11, so we'll give him two yards in the play. Second down and eight yards to go. Stanton is in the red zone of the Cougars. 100 yards rushing for Stanton in this football game, and both of it's combined from Wilkie and Pullman. They are the uh, two-headed monster for the Mustangs here in this game. Sandy Creek has stopped one of them guys. They're going to have a great chance. All right, Wilkie has got the ball. He's going to keep it around the right end across the uh, 10-yard line. He's going to be stopped at about the 8. So uh, they got it down inside the uh, 10. Wilkie goes down at about the 8-yard line. So here's a third down situation again for uh, Stanton down here. Coming up to uh, make the stop there for the Sandy Creek defense. There's a Connor Rempe again. Third down now for the uh, Mustangs. Third down, six yards to go. The ball is sitting right at the nine-yard line of Sandy Creek. And now they got a couple of wide receivers split out wide to the left side. Wilkie waiting for the ball. Wilkie backs up. He throws it over there. It's going to be caught and dropped. Trying to swing the ball out to uh, Becker Pullman. It goes off of his fingertips and falls to the turf. And now you're looking at fourth down and six yards to go from about the nine-yard line of Sandy Creek. Big, big play, I think, for the Cougar defense. Well, and again, you just got to focus on two guys. They have been the ones that have uh, combined for 100 yards of rushing. Wilkie and uh, Pullman. See all right? Wilkie's uh, passed the football four times here in this uh, first half. All incomplete. They got a couple of wideouts to the left side. They will throw. And he swings it out here. It's going to be uh, caught out there, but it's going to be stopped short of the first down. Got it to the line of scrimmage. Maybe a yard as he's swinging out to the flats on the uh, left side there. But Sandy Creek right on the uh, spot there and uh, making the tackle 
for the uh, Cougars. And getting over there was uh, West Biltoff, the outside linebacker. Stays home, does his job, and the Cougars will have the ball. Everything about that play defensively was awesome. They'll look at that on the game film, and they will dial up, give him some stars. That was a great job staying home, meeting the, uh, the receiver, one-on-one coverage out there. Great base tackle, got down around his ankles, brought him down. Only a couple of yard gains, so now Sandy Creek takes over on their own nine-yard line. All right, so the Cougars and uh, Stanton are tied up at six points apiece here as we play the second quarter. Sean's got the ball, breaks loose, 15-20. Look out, he's at the 30, he's at the 40, he's at the 30, and drug down from behind at the 25-yard line. My goodness, that's speed on speed. Do you see the guy that caught him from Stanton? That was incredible. 10-20, 30, 45 on the carry for Ethan Shaw, and he was run down. I didn't think they had a chance to get him. Mitchell Hupp was the guy who showed the speed on defense. Wow. Him down. He came from out of nowhere. Shaw was a, at least a 10-yard head start once he got through the line of scrimmage. But nonetheless, Sandy Creek with a big play. They get it all the way down to the 26 of Stanton. First and 10. 9.23 to play second quarter. Now the Cougars on the move after a great defensive stand. Shaw's got the ball. Now he's going to be hitting the backfield, and down he goes. Again, Shaw leans forward. He's he's not going to be uh, dropped for a loss, but coming up there to uh, make the stop, Becker Pullman coming in from his inside linebacker spot to spill him. No gain in a play, second down and 10. You don't see that very often. Ethan Shaw stopped for uh, no gain or a loss. No, there was a containment on the far side, and then he tried to cut it back up the middle of the field, heads up here, and... Uh, just a good defensive play there by the Stanton defense. Everybody staying home. Brought him down for about a half a yard loss. Did we go? We're okay. We're still got power. Anyway, second down and 11 here for the Cougs. All right, uh, Sandy Creek. Ethan Shaw fakes the ball. He throws it downfield. Guy wide open. It's caught for a touchdown. It is caught for a touchdown. Jack Clark. Jack Clark on the receiving end of that when he got behind. The uh, defensive secondary, he was all alone, Jimmy. That one delivered right on the money by Ethan Shaw to a Jack Clark touchdown. And for Shaw on the season, that is his 30th touchdown passing. That man was, uh, Clark was all alone. He got past the defender. He kind of lost him. They thought that they were going to run the football up the middle. He, he bit on it. You don't peek. You don't peek. It'll cost you. And it cost Stanton a touchdown right there. Good touchdown pass wide open in the end zone. The Cougs will go for two. All right, so here's a Sean trying to run it in for a two-point conversion. He takes it off of the right side, and he is going to be stopped short of the goal line. So the two-point conversion is no good, but Sandy Creek has got the lead. Eight minutes and 36 seconds to play here in the uh, second quarter. We'll take a break with the score. Sandy Creek 12, Stanton 6. You're listening to High School Football tonight on Extreme Sports. Sometimes, it takes people coming together to build something special, like a block party for new neighbors, a s'mores night in the backyard, a cattle farm that spans generations, or just a place where everyone belongs. People coming together is what you'll find in any community, and it's what you'll find behind our doors at Pinnacle Bank. Because we're not just a bank in Nebraska, we're Nebraska in a bank. Pinnacle Bank, the way banking should be. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to Extreme Sports.
That was a uh, three-play, 71-yard drive, Jimmy. And uh, Jack Clark touches, uh, grabs his fourth touchdown reception of the year. Here comes the uh, kickoff. Sandy Creek has uh, got the lead now, 12-6. to The uh, kickoff down along the ground, finally fielded by the back uh, guy as he picks up the ball and brings it out across the 25 to the 27-yard line. You can see some slipping and sliding going out there. You really look down the middle of this field. Looks like it's pretty well chopped up from the uh, from the season. Hasn't been any moisture to speak of down here, but it looks uh, pretty well chewed up. But Sandy Creek comes up with that big defensive stop down here, and then Shaw gets the big 45-yard run and then throws the 26-yard touchdown pass to Clark. And Sandy Creek's in business. 12-6 lead, 8-29 left to go till halftime. So Wilkie and the offensive unit comes back out here for Stanton. He slips and slides his way down the line of scrimmage. And finally, he'll be brought down right at the uh, 30-yard line. Tackle is made in there by uh, Wes Biltoff again, the outside linebacker for uh, Sandy Creek. 12-6 is the score. The Cougars have got the lead here, playing in their first state semifinal ball game since 1994. Boy, where were you in 1994, huh? Been a long time. You're, 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 you draw a blank. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's a lot of years ago. All right, it's uh, second down, second down, seven yards to go. There's uh, Wilkie, he's got the ball again, breaks outside the numbers, look out down the sideline, 35-40, inside Cougar territory, down to the 37-yard line. Wilkie is uh, brought down, that's a rippy end of the stop again the for the uh, uh, Sandy the Creek Cougars. But now it's uh, Stanton in business. They've got the ball in Sandy Creek territory. The market at the 38-yard line, first and 10 here for the Mustangs. Seventh first down of the night for Stanton. Every one of them on the ground. Again, they're passing only one completion on five pass attempts here by Wilkie. Boy, he is a tough guy to bring down. You you can't arm tackle him. You better be putting a body on him because he broke several tackles going through the line of scrimmage. Here they are at a first and 10 just across midfield. They pitch the ball to a Pullman. He takes it to the short side of the field brings it across the 35 to the 34 yard line tackle is made in there by a built off again for a sandy creek but a pick up there they run the toss play to the short side of the field they pick up about uh, what five six yards in a play so now stanton looking at second down second down and four yards to go ball is sitting down here at the uh, sandy creek 34 yard line Sant moving from our left to our right here in the uh, second period. Sandy Creek out on top. I just hold my breath every time uh, somebody walks by. Make sure you don't trip over my electrical cord again. Well, well, where is our blue duct tape to hold them cords in? No, I don't even know where our stuff is plugged in at. Anyway, here's a uh, running play again. They bring it across the 30 down to about the uh, 29. Wilkie again, the uh, ball carrier. Tackle is made in there. That's going to be... Uh, Let's see, for Sandy Creek, grabbing the uh, tackle on the play is going to be number seven. That's uh, Alston Clark. He's our leading tackler on the season. 126 stops coming in here. Now it's a stat looking at a third down situation. Third down at about two yards to go from the Sandy Creek 35-yard line, actually the 30-yard line. That's a Pohlmeyer with the ball. He's going to have the first down, but not much more than that. He is brought down into play after about a three-yard gain. He needed two. First and ten here for Stanton. Built off again into the stop for the Sandy Creek defense. Well, I tell you, Stanton's running backs, just, and it's been Pullman and uh, Wilkie here all evening long. They have been the only two that have touched the football. Uh, they have combined for 125 yards already on the ground. They are just so tough. 
to bring down. Look at the scoreboard, 12 to 6. We got out of the air and started talking about the oh. offense. It's been the defense tonight yeah, that's they, really shining. Yeah, they really have. Both defenses have really uh, really come to play in this game. It's going to it's gonna go all the way. It's going to go four quarters. They got a man wide open. There's a pass downfield, and the pass was delivered short. Yeah, man was wide open down here inside the uh, 10-yard line, and the pass by uh, Wilkie was delivered short. He got beat. Pass. Yeah, he got past Rempe. He lost containment on him, and then they had a uh, safety come back there and try to get into coverage, but if that ball was thrown on the money, that's six. He was uh, far enough out ahead. He would have been at about the 7-8 yard line. He would have easily taken that in, so uh, an error there by Wilkie. Doesn't throw the ball a lot. This is a grounded out running attack. They'll look at a second down and 10 at the 28. 528 left to go in the first half. Cougs on top. Here's a uh, Wilkie again carrying the ball. Bounces off of a couple of would-be tacklers across the 20 down to the 15-yard line. That's going to be a first down here. First down for the uh, Stanton Mustangs. Tackle again is made in there by Alston Clark for uh, Sandy Creek. But a first down here for the Stanton Mustangs. They've got the ball in the red zone now in Sandy Creek. The ball sitting right at the 16-yard line. Wilkie just cracked 100. He's got 106 on 12 carries. And Stanton looks at a first down. Wilkie again has got the ball. He's going to take it around the left end this time. He's at the 15, breaks back to the 10. He's down here at the uh, 7-yard line. Just a tough guy to uh, bring down here. We gave you his numbers earlier. Uh, he's thrown for 1,103. He's run for 1,636, and and now you know why. He's about yeah. 95% of their offense here. I, I had I pulled this up uh, last night. He has had nine 100-yard rushing games, giving 10. You look at Shaw in comparison, he's had uh, eight 100-yard games. There's a Wilkie again with the ball, brings it to the uh, nearest side. He's going to take it into the end zone, but we got a penalty Wilkie flag down. And he took it around the uh, right end, uh, virtually untouched there by the Sandy Creek defense. But I think we have a penalty. Uh, it's going to be a holding call. That's probably why he took it into the end zone. Yeah. Touched. It was a hold out here on the end. Because uh, Sandy Creek has really had pretty good containment. They've had a body on top of Wilkie and Pullman all night. It's just you've got to have more than one guy in there. They are physical runners. But that touchdown, he raced off the board. That was from seven yards out. They'll bring it all the way back out. Inside the 20-yard line, it'll be spotted down to what, about the 17 Yard line here with 4.26 left to go in the first half. 12 to 6 is the score. Sandy Creek has got the lead. The uh, Mustangs scored first. Sandy Creek came back to tie things up. And then the Cougars with a defensive stand deep in their own territory. Then went on a three-play 71-yard drive to uh, take the lead. Here's Wilkie. He's going to throw the ball. Jump ball in the end zone. It's going to be caught for the touchdown. Caught for the touchdown. Mitchell Hupp. Grabs the ball after a deflection on a defensive secondary for Sandy Creek, and they get a touchdown at the 420 mark. That was Rempe back in coverage, and that's just a mismatch. You've got Rempe at five foot seven, and the uh, the receiver back there well tall, well taller than Rempe. He jumps up and tipped the ball right, basically into the hands of the uh, the receiver back there for. Uh, Stanton Mitchell Hupp, that's his 15th touchdown, but Hupp, he's a big guy. He's the guy that run down Shaw, run down Shaw on that uh, that play. So they'll line up here and go for the two-point conversion. It's a 12-12 ball game. We're going to have a timeout, Stanton. All right, so 12-12, they're going to talk over the uh, two-point conversion attempt. We'll take a break with 4.20 to play here in the first quarter, or actually the first half. It's uh, Sandy Creek 12 
And uh, Stanton 12, you're listening to high school basketball, actually high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. The Corner Market has been serving Edgar and the surrounding area for over 30 years now. Stop into the Corner Market for all of your grocery items. And while you're there, enjoy the deli or their homemade pizza. Grab something for lunch or dinner or pick up your favorite beverage. The Corner Market has all of your hunting supplies too. The Corner Market at 323 North Sea Street in Edgar. Welcome back to Extreme Sports. All right, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back here, jammed in at the uh, Sandy Creek Cougar uh, football complex here tonight. 12 to 12 is the score. Stanton with a two point conversion. Wilkie takes it around the left side. He ducks up toward the goal line and he gets in there. The first two point conversion attempt is good for the night, and Stanton has got the lead here in the ball game. So Stanton goes on a nine play, 50, uh, 53 yard drive to get into the end zone on a 17 yard touchdown pass from Wilkie to Hupp, and Stanton has got the lead. 420 to play. Here in the uh, second quarter, Stanton 14, Sandy Creek 12. We know the Sandy Creek football team has excelled on the field this year, but what about your cattle? Shaw Elite Cattle of Fairfield encourages everyone to be watching for our first public offering of private, treated Angus bulls. Bulls bred for high growth, balanced EPDs and eye appeal that are backed by maternally proven cow families. The Shaw brothers, Josh, Ethan, Christian, Charlie, and Delaney. Yes, she's one of the boys, too. Are excited and proud to visit with all interested individuals about Shaw Elite Cattle's performance and genetics, not to mention anything sports or cougar country related. That's Shaw Elite Cattle of Fairfield. You are listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports. Right, here comes a kickoff, bounced along the ground, picked up here by the uh, Cougars. Nice return, though. All the way back down here to the 35 to the 36 yard line. So Sandy Creek now trailing the ball game, 14 to 12. The uh, difference right now, the made two point conversion attempt on that last touchdown for Stanton. Yeah, the quarterback Wilkie got loose on the left side and had enough blockers out there. We know he's a tough cat to bring down when he's one on one, but when you got a guy, a couple guys out in front of him. They just act like a snow plow and open things up. So 14-12, Stanton lead, 4-12 left to go. Sandy Creek with a good starting position. Schmidt with the return. That was a good return all the way to the 36-yard line. All right, so here comes Ethan Shaw, the offense back out here. He's going to run the ball himself across the 35 to the 40. Inside uh, Mustang territory down to the uh, 37-yard line. Tackle is made in there by uh, Becker Pullman, the linebacker for the uh, Stanton Mustangs. A pickup of eight yards and a play. Second down, two yards to go. The ball sitting right at the 37-yard line. 3.48 to play here in the second quarter. Stanton, the top seed in Class D1 with a lead over uh, the Sandy Creek Cougars. It is 14-12. There's uh, Ethan Shaw. He's got a running back just off of his right hip. 
Shaw is going to uh, fake the ball. Shaw's going to run it himself across the 35. He's at the 30, still on his feet, 25-yard line, and brought down as he falls forward to the uh, 24. Tackle is made in there. That's going to be a Garrett Hansen getting downfield, the defensive tackle, the 5'11", 200-pound junior to uh, bring him down. First and 10 here for the Cougars. They're on the move now at the 25-yard line of Stanton. Yep, seventh first down of the night, and it's been all Ethan Shaw. Rempe's had three carries here tonight. Boy, Stanton's had his number, but Shaw has done all the damage here tonight. Well over 100 yards of rushing. That was good for 11 yards on that play, and a tough, tough guy to bring down. Took three or four Mustangs to bring Shaw down. Shaw's going to back up. Penalty flags are down. Shaw rolls to his left. He's going to unload downfield. He's going to be caught down here for a touchdown. But I think this one's going to come back. Yeah, Rempe uh, catches the ball right at the uh, three-yard line. He gets it into the end zone, but this is coming back upfield. A penalty flag here on the uh, Cougars. Yeah, legal motion on uh, Sandy Creek. Going to be their second penalty of the night. But again, Shaw, he he doesn't stop. He wants to keep the play going, and boy, he buys time with his feet. He is so dangerous back there. He allowed Rempe to make another cut. He came back to his quarterback and uh, delivered the pass perfectly. But all for not, they'll bring Rempe out, bring different personnel in. Andrew Kuda signaling plays in as Sandy Creek stands right at midfield. They'll look at a first down and 15. We're at 2.55 left to go here till halftime. Stanton on top 12, or excuse me, 14 to 12. Yeah, Sandy Creek with the ball down here at the uh, 30-yard line. Uh, but Stanton here's uh, Shaw with the ball, takes it to the short side of the field. He's going to be brought down at about the uh, 26-27 yard line. We'll give him a pickup of three on the play. So Sandy Creek still uh, playing behind the chain. Second down and uh, 11 yards to go. Tackle made by Mitchell Hopp, the outside linebacker. Six foot one, 185 pound senior for the uh, Mustangs. So second down and 11. Ball is going to be sitting right at the 26-yard line of Stanton. 2.25 to go here in the second quarter. Clock is running here. Donner Ruppy is your wide receiver split to the right side of the formation. That's the short side of the field. Ethan Shaw waiting for the snap, and now Ruppy comes in motion. They're going to give the ball away to him on this uh, jet sweep, and look at the white shirts out here for the uh, Stanton uh, Mustangs. Boy, he had nowhere to run. Ruppy is uh, brought down there. Good job by Stanton on defense. Coming over to make the uh, stop, there is a Becker-Pullman, but he had a lot of help. Yeah, Rempe, they have had Rempe's number coming into this game. He'd rushed for 551 yards. He was the leading ball carrier, uh, or second leading ball carrier on this uh, Sandy Creek team, but they have really done a great job keeping him pinned in. Four carries and just three yards for Rempe. We'll give him one on that third down and ten for the Kooks. All right, Rempe is going to be your wide receiver to the right side again. Shaw barking out the signals here in third down at about uh, nine yards to go. Ball is sitting down here at the 25-yard line, and now we're going to have a timeout called here. A timeout is going to timeout's going to be called here with a minute and 22 seconds to play. We'll take a break. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. The Corner Market has been serving Edgar and the surrounding area for over 30 years now. Stop into the Corner Market for all of your grocery items, and while you're there, enjoy the deli or their homemade pizza. Grab something for lunch or dinner or pick up your favorite beverage. The Corner Market has all of your hunting supplies too. The Corner Market at 323 North Sea Street in Edgar.
Welcome back to Extreme Sports. Hi, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back here at Sandy Creek. You're listening to the Class D1 State Semifinals tonight on Extreme Sports. A good ball game here so far. 14-12 to 12 is the score. Stanton with a two-point lead, but Sandy Creek on the move. Third down, nine yards to go. Sandy Creek with the ball at the 25-yard line. Shaw has got a defix, and now he's going to run the ball himself. He's at the 25. He's at the 20, brought down here at about the 18-yard line. Going to be stopped short on the first down by a couple of yards. So it's going to be a bring up a third down in the two situation. Barrett Wilkie in on the stop there for the Stanton defense. So fourth down it should be. Fourth down at about three yards to go. Fourth down and three. 15 carries, 132 yards, and a touchdown for Shaw. It's a fourth down. They're going to make mark it out there at uh, fourth down and three. Sandy Creek will go with inside a minute to play in the half. All right, so Shaw waiting for the uh, ball here. Now he looks to the uh, near sideline. Might be changing the uh, play here on fourth down and uh, two yards to go from the uh, 18-yard line. Shaw. Is just going to, uh, well, no, timeout's going to be called. A timeout's going to be called here. Andrew Kuda will uh, have a chance to uh, think things over here. 31 seconds to play in the second quarter. We'll take a break with the score. Stanton 14, Sandy Creek 12. The Down South Bar and Grill in Dewey's would like to invite you to the Who Be What E Craft and Vendor Show on Tuesday, November 28th, beginning at 5 p.m. Come see us for some holiday-themed cocktails, soups, and shopping. We'll have several different vendors on hand, including homemade baked goods, permanent jewelry, tumbler cups, locally grown houseplants, homemade candles, and more. And don't forget you can always enjoy the great food and atmosphere at the Down South Bar and Grill in Dewey's. You are listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports. All right, so it's a fourth down, two yards to go. Sandy Creek with the ball down here at the 18-yard line with 31 seconds to play in the second quarter. Ethan Shaw's got a running back just off of his uh, left hip here. Wide receiver split to the uh, right side of the formation. Shaw's got the ball. Shaw's going to run it. Shaw is going to be hitting. Down he goes. Down he goes. And Shaw's brought down short of the first down stakes. In fact, he lost a yard in the play. Great job. And again, defense is shining here in the first half. A good job on the Santon defense. Yeah, and, and Sandy Creek really looked confused there. Andrew Kuda was standing up uh, right on the uh, the out of bounds line, and and Shaw was looking over, and then they called timeout the the series before. Then they went out there after the timeout break, and they still look confused, just out of timing on that. That didn't look uh, something wasn't right there. Something was amiss on the Sandy Creek offense. Now you've just got to go. Hope you go into the halftime trailing by two. Just 26 seconds left to go. It'll be Wilkie. He'll look to go deep. And Wilkie is going to throw the ball down deep. And it's going to, oh, there's a penalty flag down. That's what they wanted there, Jimmy. They just threw the ball into the center of the field, hoping to draw a flag. They did. They got the ball. 
And now Stanton is thinking points here. They're going to have the football down here. Uh, It's going to be a penalty marched off against uh, Sandy Creek. we still got 20 seconds to play. And I think that was Shaw back there on coverage. He was really not aware where the football was. It was thrown right on the money between the uh, with the receiver. We can see the replay up there. And Shaw just simply runs right into the receiver. So going to be a pass interference. That's going to be the uh, third penalty on Sandy Creek for uh, Stanton. Five penalties here in this football game. They march it all the way up to the 34-yard line. 20 seconds left to go here. 14-12 game. Yeah, a big uh, video board across the way. We can watch a replay on just about every play. Yeah, I tell you what, that's a top-notch unit over there. Now uh, Shaw and Rempe going to switch sides here with 20 seconds left. All right, it's going to be a direct pitch here, sweeping uh, left side across the 40-35 down to the 30 of Sandy Creek, down to the 25-yard line. Carrying the uh, football there for uh, Stanton, a new man uh, into the ball game down there. That's uh, uh, Axel Spence, a uh, freshman, got into the ball game there and uh, ran the football all the way down here to, uh, let's see, the 26-yard line. So it's going to bring up a first down here. Ball is at the 26-yard line of Sandy Creek with 10 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Yeah, they brought in the freshman and put him in there, just did a direct snap, took it off the left side, and got tremendous blocking out on the edge and then broke a couple of tackles 18 yards later. And now we've got a... uh, Oh, he had a penalty against that. i never seen a penalty flag thrown, but for Sandy Creek fans, you'll love that one. That'll uh, cost Stanton five yards. That'll bring it back to the uh, 31-yard line. Stanton was uh, quickly up to the line of scrimmage. I think they wanted to run a play, and the man was in motion. Now they spiked the football with nine seconds to go. I think that's what they wanted to do on the preceding play, but somebody was in motion when they wanted to spike the football. So they get the penalty of five yards, and now they take the spike, and now they're looking at a a second down situation, second down and 15 yards to go. The ball is sitting back here at about the 31-yard line. Well, now we got a conference again out there at about the 32-yard line. Now we're going to have a timeout called. Nope, here comes the uh, offense back on the field. They quickly went over and talked to the uh, coaching staff on the far side. Stanton with uh, nine seconds to go. This is uh, second down and 15 yards to go here for uh, Stanton from the 31-yard line of uh, Sandy Creek. They've got wide receivers left and right. Wilkie may be looking to air this baby out as well. With the, They're going to put one second back on the clock, 10 seconds remaining here in the second quarter. Wilkie's going to throw the ball in deep in the end zone. It's going to be incomplete. Oh, boy, that was close there. Sandy Creek had a hand on the receiver down there around the goal line. Again, Wilkie, man, he, can, he can run, he can throw it. Well, Stanton is a team. Wilkie has only thrown 63 passes in 11 games, yeah. and he's airing it out here in the first half against the Cougars. <laughs> yeah, he's thrown it uh, eight times. He's completed two. Watch out. I hope that Cougar ain't hungry. That They'll eat Geno. <laughs> he'll, he'll eat Gino. That might be one of the biggest Cougars I've ever seen. By the way, uh, high school football tonight from the Class D1 State High School football playoffs, brought to you in part by Pinnacle Bank of Fairfield. Also by the Butcher Shop, by SC Farms, and by Skyline Farms, and by the uh, Corner Market. Glad to have those folks aboard uh, with high school football on Extreme Sports. We're happy to be here for the uh, Class D1 State High School Football Playoffs semifinal round. The winner plays either Exeter Milligan Friend or Crofton in the state uh, championship ball game 
A week from Monday down at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, that'll be the 10-15 game. They'll play uh, three games on Monday, three games on Tuesday. This will be the 10-15 game on the Monday down in Lincoln. So the uh, timeout's being called here by uh, Stanton. Here come the offensive unit back out there. Three seconds to play here in the second quarter. 14-12 is the score. Stanton has got the lead over Sandy Creek. And Stanton has got the ball at the Sandy Creek 31-yard line. Wilkie backs up. Now he's going to run it. Wilkie across the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10-yard line. Breaks it back to the center of the field. Still on his feet to the 5. He takes it into the end zone for a touchdown with no time left here in the second quarter. He scampers 31 yards for a touchdown. That was all a bird. Wilkie just winds his way, slices his way through the Sandy Creek defense and takes it into the end zone for a touchdown. Well, and the thing about Wilkie, he's got tremendous speed, but he was back in there to throw the football down deep. Sandy Creek had four guys back deep with their receivers. Well, then you had nobody in the middle of the field, and once Wilkie got around the far sideline, around the, the far line, uh, was able to take it down in front of the bench uh, at uh, about the 10-yard line, and then he just cut it back across the grain. Nobody there for Sandy Creek, and he makes a big, big run. Devastating blow for Sandy Creek going into the halftime. There was no time left on the clock. They'll line up a go for two. So a two-point conversion attempt here on a 20-12 to ball game now. Stanton has got the lead. Now they're in uh, motion here. They're trying to, they're trying to reverse play with a, a pass attempted there, flags but the uh, we're going to have uh, flags all over the place here. This, this is, uh, is going to be a no play here. Yeah, this is going to be a no play. Well, they had two of them in motion at the same time. That's going to be the call there. They wanted to throw the ball. It was a pitch play on a reverse, and he was looking to throw the ball into the end zone, but uh, really everybody was in uh, like half motion there. Yeah, I'm I'm going to see if I can get some of what he's on at halftime. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we, we. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, so we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a two point conversion attempt a little further back here at the eight yard line. Wilkie has got the ball. He's gonna throw it into the end zone. It's gonna be intercepted. It's gonna be intercepted, and the two point conversion two-point try conversion. is no good. So that There's is no the good. end of the uh, first half of play and here at Sandy Creek. Really, a change of events. A thirty one yard touchdown run by Barrett Wilkie at the end of the second quarter, and the Stanton will have the lead at halftime. The score at the break is going to be Stanton 20, Sandy Creek 12. You're listening to High School Football tonight on Extreme Sports. To some, the sound of a bag of seed being opened marks a year of unpredictability and sleepless nights. But for those opening a bag of Pioneer brand corn, it brings a different set of feelings. To them, that sound marks innovation, knowing every seed has been proven in the toughest environment possible the field. It marks the start of the best year you'll ever have. Pioneer brand corn hybrids. Field proven and ready for yours. Visit pioneer.com slash innovation. Local sales representatives Sarah Hamburger of Glenville and Brian Shaw of Edgar are proud supporters of Cougar Athletics. The Cougar Pride Booster Club would like to congratulate the Sandy Creek Cougars for making it to the playoff semifinals and wish them the best of luck in tonight's game. The Booster Club supports activities that enrich the educational experience and promote character formation of the Sandy Creek High School students and promote community pride and involvement in the school. Congratulations again to the Cougars and the Cougar Nation for such a successful season. Keep up the hard work. Sometimes it takes people coming together to build something special, like a block party for new neighbors. 
a s'mores night in the backyard, a cattle farm that spans generations, or just a place where everyone belongs. People coming together is what you'll find in any community, and it's what you'll find behind our doors at Pinnacle Bank. Because we're not just a bank in Nebraska, we're Nebraska in a bank. Pinnacle Bank, the way banking should be. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. SC Farms of Fairfield and Skyline Farms of Edgar want to congratulate the Sandy Creek football team on a great season and good luck in the state playoffs. We are proud of you. SC Farms of Fairfield and Skyline Farms of Edgar are proud supporters of Cougar Athletics. Before or after the game, stop into the Trailhead Tavern of Fairfield. The Trailhead Tavern is owned by Gary and Rachel Susie and is located on Main Street in Fairfield. The Trailhead Tavern is open evenings Tuesday through Saturday and on Sundays from 4 to 8 p.m. Enjoy their homemade pizza and relax in their cozy atmosphere. You'll find it all at the Trailhead Tavern of Fairfield, where the trail begins and ends. We know the Sandy Creek football team has excelled on the field this year, but what about your cattle? Shaw Elite Cattle of Fairfield encourages everyone to be watching for our first public offering of private, treated Angus bulls. Bulls bred for high growth, balanced EPDs and eye appeal that are backed by maternally proven cow families. The Shaw brothers, Josh, Ethan, Christian, Charlie and Delaney. Yes, she's one of the boys too. Are excited and proud to visit with all interested individuals about Shaw Elite Cattle's performance and genetics. Not to mention anything sports or cougar country related. That's Shaw Elite Cattle of Fairfield. Experience the thrill of local sports like never before with Extreme Sports. We're excited to announce our new podcast feature. Bringing you the most recent broadcasts of area high school games and Hastings College sporting events. It's never been easier to stay up to date with your favorite teams and athletes. Simply click the podcast button on our homepage, choose your preferred platform, and let the action unfold. Whether you're a proud parent, a dedicated alumni, or just a sports enthusiast, Extreme Sports Podcasts are your ticket to the heart of the game. Tune in today and be part of the excitement. You are listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back here at uh, Sandy Creek. 20-12 to 12 is the score at halftime. Stanton has got the lead over Sandy Creek again. The Mustangs scoring in the final play of the second quarter on a 31-yard touchdown run from Barrett Wilkie. That gives them the eight-point advantage here at halftime. The defense shining here tonight. You might not expect that at 20-12, to 12, but remember these two teams... They, they average about 60 points per ball game. So it's a 20-12 to 12 ball game. Sandy Creek has got some work to do here in the second half. Yeah, it's been a little bit a different type of game than what we thought we were going to see tonight. But, boy, you really hate, if you're Sandy Creek, you really hate to see that last second uh, touchdown run by Wilkie. But it's just that uh, half, of the, half of the team was, uh, the two teams was down around the goal line. They were going to send everybody deep. And then Wilkie had all kinds of room in the middle of the field. Once he got past the left tackle, he was able to get around, go cut the, uh, cut the grain and 
and uh, take it in from 31 yards out. We'll get you some halftime numbers brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street in the Plumbing Showroom at 300 South Colorado in Hastings. Cully Pipe and Steel, they've been around since 1946. For Stanton in the uh, first half of action, Wilkie's uh, the uh, quarterback. He's gone all the way. Two of nine passing, just 19 yards. He does have one touchdown and one interception. Uh, Stanton rushed it 26 times for 198 yards, 35 offensive plays for 217 yards, 10 first downs for Stanton individual leaders. Wilkie, uh, the leader by far, 15 carries, 159 yards. He's got two touchdowns, and uh, Pullman with uh, 10 carries and 32 yards for Stanton. For the Cougars, Ethan Shaw has thrown it three times here in the first half. He's completed one. That was a 26-yard touchdown pass. The Cougars have rushed it 20 times for 134 yards, so 160 of total offense on 23 offensive plays. And uh, I would be remiss if I told you that it wasn't the Ethan Shaw show in the first half. Shaw with 15 carries, 132 of those 160 total yardage. Actually, he threw for the 26, so he's got 132 of the 134 rushing here in the first half and a touchdown that touchdown coming from two yards out but uh, interesting uh, as we talked about uh, with the two offenses being as electrifying as they are they've really done a good job there's been some chunk plays by both quarterbacks but uh, boy going to be a whale of a second half eight point deficit here for the Cougars 20 to 12 at halftime Hastings College will wrap up their 2023 season tomorrow They've got a road game at Doan and a ball game you'll be able to hear right here on Extreme Sports. I had a chance to, earlier today to talk with the head coach of the Hastings College Broncos, Matt Franzen. And we're back at halftime as we get you set for uh, Hastings College football tomorrow. The Broncos closing out their 2023 campaign on the road at Doan. And head coach Matt Franzen will join us in a couple of minutes. And coach, it's Doan week. It's always an exciting time, not only at Doan, but probably here at Hastings as well. Uh, it is. Both both schools know that this is a an old rivalry game, been playing for for over a hundred years, and uh, and and it's been it's been a good game. Also, you can call it a rivalry game because it goes back and forth. Neither team has probably won more than three or four in a row before it's flipped back the other way. And so, um, so yeah, a, a big game against a local team. A lot of the players uh, on the rosters know each other. They went went to high school together or played against each other in high school. And so, anyway, just a lot of history, a lot of tradition between the two schools. He's sitting at five and five in the season. We're four and five in the conference. Uh, obviously, wanting to pick up some steam here at the end of the season, going to the off season the right way. Uh, yeah, we've you know we've we've played well lately. Uh, we were sitting at at two and five in the conference a few a few weeks ago and managed to manage to win a couple of couple of hard fought games and and get that momentum back get our get our confidence back and now we have one more game and so important that we go in and play well in this last game and we our, our goal is to keep doing the things that we've been doing the last couple of weeks it, felt, it feels like we've found as I've told our team we've, we've kind of found a winning equation um, of, of how we want to approach things offensively defensively and then even from a mindset to come in to come in loose and, and aggressive and, um, and, and and attack and not sit back and, and, and wait but be more proactive rather than reactive. I think we found a lot of our confidence on the offensive side of the ball. The past couple of weeks were over 400 yards of uh, total offense, and the offense just seems to have a different feel here at the end of the season. Well, it does. You know, we we switched our quarterback over midway through the season, and uh, and and went with with our freshman Carson Kudlachik, and um, and he. 
I, I mean, his 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 learning curve accelerated very very quickly, which was great to see. Anytime anytime you play a freshman, whether it's a quarterback or, or a kicker, you don't know for sure how they're going to respond when they when they get out there on Saturday um, against a against a really good a really good uh, conference opponent and Carson didn't flinch. And, and, um, and so that was good for us. And as he's played the consecutive weeks now, it, it feels like each week he gets a little bit better, a little bit stronger. <clears throat> I think it's more his understanding of the offense and, and the players around him uh, is, is what's helping him continue to improve here late in the season. And, and so that sparked the offense. It, it's been the spark that we needed um, through the first half of the season where we just couldn't seem to finish drives. We could find some big plays, but we couldn't put them together consecutively and now it feels like uh, we found a way to do that. 37-32 last week a win over Midland gives us the uh, Watchorn McLaughlin trophy and first time we've beaten Midland in a long time so that was a gratifying win uh, for last week. It was our, you know, our guys were determined coming in, um, and and definitely, definitely earned that victory. Midland, what didn't give us anything, and and they came back and scrapped their way back into the game, and and almost, almost, well, almost took it from us at the end. But but like I said, I I felt like we really earned it. It was a physical game. It was a hard fought game. Uh, it was an intense game, and 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 our guys stayed in the game all the way through, all the way through the finish. And so gratifying win. Um, Good win for the program. It had been several years since Hastings had 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 won one against Midland, um, but we need to move on now to the next game. We have one more game to go, and, and like I said earlier, it's important that we take that same approach into this last game and play well one more time. Doan is the opponent tomorrow. They're one and nine on the season, one and eight in the conference. They only win against Mount Marty, but they played Dakota Wesleyan tough. They played Jamestown tough and, and Briar Cliff tough uh, throughout the year. So. It's a team that's kind of hard to figure out, isn't it? It is. It is. They 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 play hard. They play tough. Even even Morningside uh, when when Don Don hosted Morningside for homecoming um, and and played really well uh, against Morningside. I think the final score was th- like thirty five to fourteen or thirty five something like that. But at that point, it was one of the better games that anybody in the league had given had given those guys. So uh, they're going to be ready for us. There's no no question, and they're going to give us everything they've got. Last game of the year. Nobody, not really on either side, has anything to lose. But the uh, the Doan team, they they, they scrapped. They haven't found they haven't found that winning equation very often this year. But they've scrapped hard against everybody and and made it difficult for a lot of teams to 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 come away with a win. And it's going to be at their place on Senior Day, which is which has probably got to leave in a little more meaning for them. Looks like they're they're very young on offense, having a tough time uh, getting points on the board. What have you been seeing out of their offense? They've got some playmakers over there. They do have some playmakers, and as the season's gone on, they figured out a better way to to use those playmakers and get the ball to the right people. Um, they've gone more to the more to the pass. Um, they, they've I think realized that they've, they've had injuries in the offensive line, and and realized that that the consistent run game. Is probably not something that they're that they're going to win a lot of games with. They'll, they will run the ball kind of like us. They'll run enough to keep to keep the other team honest. But when they are going to move the ball, when they're going to make big plays, it's going to be through the air. And they have a couple quarterbacks who can get the ball down the field, and a couple receivers who can also get down the field. So, um, so we need to pressure the quarterback. Our, our secondary is a little bit banged up, but I think our um, you know our, our defensive plan uh, it, to, to slow the passing game down, I think, is going to be as much applying pressure to the quarterback as anything else. 
And uh, defensively for them, they've got uh, a couple of good linebackers. They're, they're pretty young in the defensive secondary. They're giving up some points on that side of the ball and giving up some yards. What are you seeing out of that uh, that group over there? Uh, you're right. They, they're they they have some. They have some seniors, but but more more of the players lean toward the toward the young side in on the defense. They they're a little bit banged up in the secondary, like we are, and um, and they've given up some things throughout throughout the season. Um, but in a lot of cases, they're I mean they're still making teams earn their way down the field in that. So um, so it's a it, it's a group that plays hard. Um, hopefully we can get down the field on them. The the I mean kind of like our defensive plan, we need to pressure the quarterback. Our offensive plan, we need to protect the quarterback. And feel like if we can do that and keep the quarterback upright and clean, that maybe we can get down the field and take advantage of, um, of some things in, in their secondary. How important is a win is it to uh, wrap up a season like this? I think the way the second half of the season's gone for us, it's it's really important. Uh, we, we've we've got a lot of momentum. Um, it, it feels like with the younger players that are that are looking to return next year, that we have a lot of nice pieces in place and, and young guys who have gotten a lot of good experience. But have also figured out how to how to win games, and right now we're I think we're a very confident team. So one more game, if if we can win our our last game, which would which would give us three in a row, it would also give us a second consecutive winning season. I think from a momentum standpoint, it, it's really important, and it's a long time until we play another football game next year at the end of August. But at the same time, the momentum coming out of the last game, I think we're going to feel that going into the off season and in how we and how we train and go to spring football and with what we've accomplished here at the end of the season we just we need to we need to put one more good one together one o'clock kickoff uh, tomorrow at Al Papik Field in Crete pregame show begins at 12 o'clock noon on ESPN Tri-Cities Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable we offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Stellig Law Firm of Grand Island is committed to assisting clients throughout Nebraska. Stellig Law Firm is a full-service law firm and specializes in estate planning, probate, and personal injury. Stellig Law Firm takes the time to listen and understand each client's personal needs. To schedule your individual appointment, call 308-675-4035. Stellig Law Firm is located at 724 West Koenig Street in Grand Island. A call today will secure your tomorrow. There is still plenty of time to enjoy the Southern Hills Golf Course of Hastings. Call or go online to book your tee times and enjoy this 18-hole par 72 course that offers fun and challenges for all skill levels. The greens at the Southern Hills Golf Course are large and a delight to putt on. After the round, relax in the newly remodeled clubhouse with plenty of TVs to enjoy your favorite sporting events and grab some great food, including pizza, burgers, a Philly cheesesteak sandwich, or your favorite appetizer. Don't forget to book the clubhouse for an upcoming event. Just give Southern Hills Golf Course a call or go online at southernhillshastings.com. The Southern Hills Golf Course is located just off Highway 6 on Southern Hills Drive. Swing by today. Imperial Jewelers in downtown Hastings has been serving Hastings and the surrounding communities since 1966. Imperial Jewelers specializes in service beyond the sale. 
ring resizing, prong repair, custom design, and the most current engagement ring styles, using natural mined diamonds and lab-grown diamonds as well. We are your local hometown jeweler that supports all the area's sporting events and schools, located in the heart of downtown Hastings at 722 West 2nd Street. Shop local, shop Imperial Jewelers. The Corner Market has been serving Edgar and the surrounding area for over 30 years now. Stop into the Corner Market for all of your grocery items. And while you're there, enjoy the deli or their homemade pizza. Grab something for lunch or dinner, or pick up your favorite beverage. The Corner Market has all of your hunting supplies too. The Corner Market at 323 North C Street in Edgar. The Down South Bar and Grill in Dewey's would like to invite you to the Who Be What E Craft and Vendor Show on Tuesday, November 28th, beginning at 5 p.m. Come see us for some holiday-themed cocktails, soups, and shopping. We'll have several different vendors on hand, including homemade baked goods, permanent jewelry, tumbler cups, locally grown houseplants, homemade candles, and more. And don't forget you can always enjoy the great food and atmosphere at the Down South Bar and Grill in Dewey's. Welcome back to Extreme Sports. And welcome back to uh, Sandy Creek. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, uh, Gene Shaw, wherever you are uh, listening to us tonight. Hope you're enjoying the uh, ball game. 20 to 12 is the score. Uh, Stanton has got to lead over Sandy Creek. Again, uh, the big score right there before halftime. Jimmy, his time was uh, expiring. In fact, uh, as he got into the end zone, time was expired. As the Wilkie took it in from 31 yards out, that gives uh, Stanton the top seed in Class D1 and eight-point lead. Yeah, and the, the first two-point conversion for the uh, half of football was by Stanton there on that uh, two-point conversion. They got it in. They lead it 20-12 to 12 here. Sandy Creek will get the football as they get into the football, kick it down along the ground. It'll be an up man. They'll pitch it back to Shaw. He Actually, brings, that's Rempy. Yeah, he brings Rempy it across the, the 35 out to the 37-yard line. So it was picked up by a short man. He says, no, I don't want this. You take it. It's like a hot potato. Uh, you take it. And uh, Rempy brings the ball to the 37-yard line. Uh, that was Caden Schmidt who picked it up, the up man, and then he just turned around and uh, flipped it to Rempy, and he brings it all the way up close to midfield. Going to be spotted down at the 37-yard line. So first and 10, just underway in the second half, 24 minutes to Memorial Stadium. All right, this is going to be uh, Ethan Shaw here for uh, Sandy Creek trying to bring his uh, troops back. Eight-point deficit here. Rempe gets the first call here in this second half as he tumbles his way out to the uh, 40-yard line. So a pickup of a couple of yards on the play. Tackle is made in here by Mitchell Hopp for the uh, Stanton defense, but a pickup of three yards and a play second down and seven yards to go. Cougars moving from our right to our left here in the uh, third quarter. Sandy Creek trailing in this ball game. Both of these teams undefeated on the season. Ethan Shaw will send a couple of wide receivers out to the right side, running back just off of his right hip here as Shaw, the uh, junior quarterback waits for the snap here and now Rempe goes in motion Shaw quarterback draw he's at the 35 to the 40 inside of Stanton territory to the 35 down to the 34 so yard line very close to a first down on a uh, quarterback draw they set a man in motion to the far side of the field and then a quarterback draw by Shaw moves it within a yard of picking up a first down down here at the 34 yard line 
138 yards now for Shaw on 17 carries. Boy, he is a tackle buster. He's a he's another tough. We've talked about Wookie on the other side of things. Shaw, you better get a couple of guys on him to bring him down. He is a he can break tackles very easily. He picks up six. Third down and one here for Sandy Creek. There's a, a pitch play to Rempe, and he's not going to get there. They run the uh, pitch play to the short side of the field, and he's going to be tackled back here at the uh, 36-yard line, a loss of a couple of yards on the play. And now Sandy Creek will be looking at fourth down. Biggest loss of the night for the Stanton defense. That was a loss of three by Rempe. Rempe, uh, as we talked about, he was uh, the second leading ball carrier on this team. He has had a tough, tough night. That's his sixth carry for just one yard. Six carry for one yard. They have really had Rempe's number as he will. Uh, we'll see. They bring a couple guys out. I think they got to get one more back in on the uh, on the offensive side of things. Fourth down here for uh, Sandy Creek. Fourth down and three. They'll go for it from the 36-yard line of uh, Stanton. They're trailing in the ball game, and now we've got a timeout called. A timeout called there by Sandy Creek. I think they were a man short out there. So we've got a timeout called here by a Sandy Creek. We'll take a break. 9.49 to play in the third quarter. Stanton with a lead. It's a Stanton 20, Sandy Creek 12. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. To some, the sound of a bag of seed being opened marks a year of unpredictability and sleepless nights. But for those opening a bag of Pioneer brand corn, it brings a different set of feelings. To them, that sound marks innovation, knowing every seed has been proven in the toughest environment possible, the field. It marks the start of the best year you'll ever have. Pioneer brand corn hybrids, field proven and ready for yours. Visit pioneer.com innovation. Local sales representatives Sarah Hamburger of Glenville and Brian Shaw of Edgar are proud supporters of Cougar Athletics. You were locked in to Extreme Sports. Let's get back to the action with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All right, Sandy Creek looking at fourth down here. Fourth down, three yards to go. They're opening possession of the second half. Shaw backs up. Shaw throws the ball. It's going to be caught at the 35 to the 30. 25 far sideline, 20. First down and more all the way down to the 19-yard line. Is drop uh, do, uh, drop off a so little uh, screen pass and they nine, get it down Jacob to the Peter, uh, 19-yard line. Creek. That goes to a uh, Peter Jacob Peter, a little used uh, tight end. That's only his 13th reception of the season, but that's a big one there as they convert uh, on fourth down. I tell you what, when the ball was delivered, there was no one around him, and he just about bobbled it and dropped it down to the turf. That would have been a a bad break there for uh, Sandy Creek, but instead. He makes the reception, takes it 17 yards downfield to the 20. All right, here's a shot, another uh, quarterback draw. Slips one tackle, and he's going to make maybe a yard. He carries a couple of guys across the original line of scrimmage for a one-yard gain, second down. And in nine yards to go. 20 to 12 is the score. Sandy Creek is trailing here in the uh, third quarter. Shaw now at 140 on 18 carries. Boy, they continue to shuttle players in and out. Brought three in, three out for Sandy Creek on this second down. And uh, just about nine yards to go. 8.37 and counting. Left to go in the third quarter here. Sandy Creek trails 20-12 to here at Sandy Creek. Big tall wide receiver splits out wide to the right side there for uh, Sandy Creek. Shaw backs up. Shaw is going to run the ball. Shaw twi- uh, spins at the 20-yard line and moves it down to about the uh, 17. 
A pickup of about uh, three yards on the plane. Third down now for the Sandy Creek. Clock is running. Eight minutes and 11 seconds to play. Third quarter, 20-12. to 12. Santon has got the lead. You know, as this game's gone along, it's been a lot of similarities. You've got Wilkie and you've got Shaw. Some of the plays they're able to break free, pick up eight, nine, ten yards at a first down. Other plays, the defense has really done good. Very, very similar football game on offense and defensive side of things. Just unfortunately, Sandy Creek trailing by uh, the eight points. They'll look at a third down and five here, ball at the 15-yard line. Shaw again is going to uh, run the ball. He's going to be hit again, and down he goes. Shaw gets the ball to about the 14-yard line. He's going to be stopped short of a first down. So, again, Sandy Creek will be looking at a fourth down situation here. Fourth down is still about to four yards to go. One thing uh, about it, your best defense is your offense. Keep that uh, offense for Stanton on the sidelines. That's what they've done this whole drive. They have taken the, the opening kickoff and got the, uh, the uh, timer down to about 7-10 now and counting. 7-10 on the clock. And they'll look at a fourth down and four. Every one of these towards the end of the game is going to be very, very huge on the outcome. All right, so Sandy Creek, another fourth down situation here. Shaw has got the ball, dances in the pocket. Now he's going to run it. Shaw to 15-yard line. I think he got it. He's got to get to at least the 10, if not to the 9-yard line to pick up the first down. And he got just to the first down stakes. He inches the ball just across the 10-yard line, enough for a first down. So what is that, the second or third, fourth uh, down situation that the Sandy Creek has converted on this drive? You mentioned uh, consuming the time. That's great, Jimmy, if you can get some points on the scoreboard here. Well, absolutely, and that was all Shaw. He was looking downfield. The receivers were covered up. Then he tried to take it off the left side. There was a lot of defense there, but he was able to just with second and third effort and lunge forward and get that football right to the stakes, and they get the first down. That's number nine on the night. Rempe splits out wide to the right side. Shaw backs up. Shaw's going to look that way. He throws the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Right at the uh, goal line, it's incomplete, and it's going to bring up a uh, second down. He had a man open down there, but throwing a little bit off with target there. It's going to bring up a second down and goal now from uh, just outside the nine-yard line. 20-12 to 12 is the score. Stanton has got the lead over Sandy Creek. The winner plays either Exeter, Milligan, Friend, or Crofton in the state championship ball game a week from Monday down at Memorial Stadium. There's a, a second down situation here for uh, Sandy Creek. Second down and goal. Ball is at the nine-yard line of Stanton. The Rippy is going to line up to the right side of the formation now. Ethan Shaw waiting for the snap. He has got it. Ethan Shaw on the uh, quarterback option play. And Shaw's going to keep it himself as he moves it down to about the seven. To a pickup of two yards in a play. Here's a third down situation now. Third down in goal for Sandy Creek from the seven-yard line of Stanton. Down to six minutes to go. Sandy Creek taking a bunch of time off of the clock here. This is the opening possession and the first possession of the second half. Yeah, they've got 37 yards on this drive, 17 through the air, 20 on the ground. All but two carries have been by Shaw here in this third quarter. Again, the clock at 540. And moving, Sandy Creek looks at a third down and six. Rempe goes in motion, left to right across the offensive set. There's a pass that's going to be caught by Rempe. Looks for the goal line. He gets in there. Touchdown. They brought uh, Rempe from uh, the left side of the formation to the right side. Rempe got in the end zone. Nice pass thrown by Ethan Shaw. Touchdown there for Sandy Creek. 
And for Rampey, that's his 14th touchdown receiving. If you can't do it on the ground, you might as well do it through the uh, the air. And, yeah, they brought him all the way across the field. They threw it to him on an out pattern right at the goal line, and he had to come back for it. He made a great catch, and then he adjusted and got the football right at the pylon. Touchdown pass. They'll go for two here, a 2018 ball game. All right, Sandy Creek going to try to tie things up. Shaw has got the ball. Shaw takes off, and he gets it into the end zone for the two-point conversion. Sandy Creek is tied to score. Sandy Creek is tied to score with 5.28 to play. Sandy Creek got a good drive there to begin the third quarter. Shoot up a lot of time off of the clock. We'll take a break. 5.28 to play in the third quarter. Sandy Creek 20, Stanton 20. You're listening to high school uh, football on Extreme Sports. The world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill in Hastings is celebrating 25 years. 25 years because of all of you. 25 years of good food, great service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere. Bullseye's is open six days a week for lunch and dinner. Stop in today and see why we are world-famous. Our burgers, steaks, and wings, along with a drink menu with something for everyone. To everyone in the Adams County area, thank you for making us world famous and for 25 years. Come see us today across from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. You are listening to Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell on Extreme Sports. All right, here's the kickoff and a nice return. Midfield down to sideline 30, 25, 20, and run out of bounds. So a kickoff down along the ground. Stanton picks the ball up, and Polmeyer, the guy with blazing speed, brings the ball back the other way for Stanton. So after Sandy Creek ties the score, here comes a Stanton. This is the type of game we expected now, Jimmy, maybe developing here in the second half. Yeah, I tell you what, Pullman there took it off the right side and just broke it to the outside, broke two tackles. Took it 37 yards downfield, and now Stanton with a uh, first down at about the uh, 26-yard line. Wilkie has got the ball. Wilkie's got some blockers out in front of him. He just dives his way across the 25, down to the uh, 24-yard line. That last drive for Sandy Creek chewed up a lot of time off of the clock here in the third quarter. That was an 11-play, 43-yard drive for Sandy Creek. The uh, tapper, or the topper, was a 9-yard touchdown pass. From uh, Ethan Shaw to uh, Connor Rempe, and the two-point conversion was uh, good there by the uh, Cougars to tie up the score. Well, now their defense is really going to be tested. They handed them a good uh, starting position on the uh, big kickoff return by Pullman. They've got it down at the 24-yard line. That was a gain of four. Second and six. Clock moving at 436 in the third quarter. Here's uh, Wilkie again. Carries the ball this time around the right, and he gets on the sideline and cuts back. Look out. 15-10-5. He gets to the two-yard line. He's into the end zone. Touchdown. He brought the ball all the way to the near sideline, Jimmy. Put on the brakes, and he cuts it back across the field, and there was nobody there for Sandy Creek. He walks the ball into the end zone from 26 yards out. That is his third rushing touchdown here tonight. Unofficially, 189 yards rushing on 17 carries, three touchdowns for Wilkie. They'll line up here. 4-2, 4-2, just made it look so easy, brought the whole defense to this side and then cut it back across the grain like he did right at the uh, end of the second quarter. All right, so they're going to go for the two-point conversion. They pitch the ball back here to uh, Polmeyer, and he takes it into the end zone for the uh, two-point drive. So uh, two-point conversion attempt is good. 
Like we said, this is the type of game we expected up and down here. And uh, Stanton comes back to reclaim the lead over Sandy Creek. We got four minutes and 25 seconds to play in the uh, third quarter. Stanton reclaims the lead. It's the Mustangs 28 and the Cougars 20. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. At Rooter Auction and Realty, we are land brokers and equipment auctioneers. Our company is deeply rooted in agriculture, and we realize that farm and ranch assets are serious business. We are an integrity-based organization which has evolved into over 55 years of service to Nebraska and northern Kansas. Consult with one of our 12 agents today if it's time to sell your family's land and assets. Call us today for a no-obligation consultation at 402-463-8565 or go to RooterAuction.com. What they sound like. Keep it right here. You are listening to Extreme Sports. All right, that was uh, that was quick, quick work there. Two plays, twenty-eight yards, following a, a nice kickoff return after Sandy Creek ties the score. It's a stand back out on top here, twenty-eight to twenty is the score now. Here in the uh, third quarter, here comes the kickoff down along the ground again. Sandy Creek fields it across the uh, thirty-five out to the uh, thirty-seven yard oh, line, and that's where uh, the Cougars the will Cougars. come back out. First to ten. Oh, we'll see what they can do yeah. here. They were very methodical as they went downfield on that last drive. It was, what, uh, 43, 44 yards on the drive. They took a ton of time, only threw a couple of passes, kept everything else on the ground. That was an 11-play, 43-yard drive to tie the score before Stanton gets the Knights' kickoff return. And they go uh, two plays, 28 yards. You get a touchdown to reclaim the lead. Stanton, 28. Sandy Creek, 20 in the Battle of the Unbeatens. In the class of D1 state semifinals tonight here at uh, Sandy Creek. So here comes a Shaw back out. Shaw's got the ball 35 40, breaks into the territory at the 30 25 20 15. And he's brought down at the seven yard line. Ethan Shaw. Boy, he just bowls over a couple of times, a couple of guys, Jimmy. Takes them all the way down to the seven-yard line. 36 on the run by Shaw. That adds to his total. He's up at about 189 now, unofficially. I tell you what, we got a couple of really, really good quarterbacks that would look really, really good in crimson at some point in time in their careers. And uh, Wilkie and Shaw, man, they are electrifying dudes back there taking the snaps. And Stanton has got to Polmeyer, and we got to Rippy for uh, Sandy Creek. Team's kind of built exactly the same Yeah, Yep, yep, they really are. First in uh, goal now for Sandy Creek. They got the ball to the seven-yard line of Stanton. There's a handoff here. Comes to the near side, the five-yard line, bowling his way down to about the uh, three. Sandy Creek. Sandy Creek knocking on touchdown door. Ben Sullivan was the last ball carrier for the Cougars. Sullivan, he uh, had just shy of 500 yards rushing on the season. 50 carries, 497 yards and eight touchdowns. He gets the carry there as he moves the ball all the way down to about the uh, two-yard line. Give him a pickup of five yards in the play. Second down, second down and goal. Ball is at the two-yard line of Stanton. 28-20 to 20 is the score. Stanton has got the lead over Sandy Creek. Here's uh, Ethan Shaw, empty backfield. Here's Shaw waiting for the snap. He's got it. Shaw takes off right side, puts his head down, tries to get the ball in the end zone, and he's going to be stopped short. 
Shaw stops short down at about the one. Give him a one yard in the play. And now uh, from point blank range, Sandy Creek will be looking at third down. Third down and goal from the one-yard line. Well, this game is going to live up to the uh, the hype of coming into it with the uh, two two teams that undefeated again, uh, top-ranked uh, Stanton coming into here, and Sandy Creek had a few questions, but I think they answered them last week in that victory against Cross County. That was a tremendous football team. Now we got a third down and goal here at the 220 mark in the third quarter. All right, Shaw again, empty backfield. He's waiting for the ball. He's got it. Shaw looking for a blocker, and he's going to be stopped here off of the corner. Nice uh, defensive play there by by Mitchell Hupp coming off of the corner for Stanton to bring down Shaw. A loss of about a yard in the play as they move the ball back to the two-yard line. Here we go again, Jimmy. Another big fourth down call here for Sandy Creek. They had three fourth down conversions on that last drive, and now they got a fourth and goal down here at the two-yard line. If you're a punter, you don't want to register with either one of these teams. They do not punt the football away. They go for it on fourth down. This is a huge play in the football game. Cougars trail by eight. They've got a fourth and goal at the one-yard line. 138 to play here in the third quarter. Shaw's got it, takes it off of the left side, and Shaw gets it into the end zone for a touchdown. A two-yard touchdown plunge by Ethan Shaw, and the Cougars are within two points away from tying this baby up. And just like Wilkie on the other side with three touchdown runs, Shaw now with, uh, actually Shaw just with two touchdown runs on the night. He's got a two-point conversion, but he takes it in on fourth down. And now we've got a two-point conversion coming. Two-point ball game now, 28-26. Stanton with 128 left to go in the third quarter. This is like a heavyweight championship yeah, fight, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Both fighters on the ropes here. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, both teams are very well conditioned. They're eight-man football teams. But a lot of players, they both sides play on both sides of the ball. Sean's going to throw the ball for the two-point conversion. What a man within 10 yards of this guy over here. The two-point conversion is good. To Jack Clark. Jack Clark. Clark's got a touchdown in the football game, and he catches that one there. I don't know if Clark came out and nobody seen him. He was so wide open. He just stood there and waited for the ball to come right into his breadbasket from Shaw. Holy Moses, 128 left to go in the third quarter. This is going to be a barn burner to the finish. 28-28 here in Sandy Creek. High play, 43-yard drive there for uh, Sandy Creek. We'll take a break. We got a minute, 28 seconds to play. Third quarter, Sandy Creek 28, Stanton 28. You're listening to high school football on Extreme Sports. The Down South Bar and Grill in Dewey's would like to invite you to the Who Be What E Craft and Vendor Show on Tuesday, November 28th, beginning at 5 p.m. Come see us for some holiday themed cocktails, soups, and shopping. We'll have several different vendors on hand, including homemade baked goods, permanent jewelry, tumbler cups, locally grown houseplants, homemade candles, and more. And don't forget you can always enjoy the great food and atmosphere at the Down South Bar and Grill in Dewey's. You are listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports. As we come back, Sandy Creek 
Kind of a little onside kick there that uh, was recovered by uh, Stanton. Wilkie now pitches the ball back. Look out across the uh, 40-yard line to the 35, down to the 31-yard line. Boy, all these runs are just uh, uh, within a, uh, a shoestring and maybe going the distance here. That was an 11-yard carry by Pullman off the left side. Just a quick hitter. They get around the corner. There are so many speedsters on both sides of the football. Pullman and uh, Wil- uh, Wilkie have been doing most of the damage all year long. They have here tonight in this football game. First down at the 31 of Sandy Creek. All right, Stanton on the uh, drive again here. We're in a tie ball game now at 28 points apiece. That one goes uh, straight ahead. Now a late penalty flag. Wilkie runs the ball straight up the gut here to the 30, but a penalty flag comes uh, flying in there. It's going to be a face mask call. A face mask call there, a horse collar uh, type tackle on uh, Sandy Creek. That's going to cost the Cougars some yardage here. That'll be Sandy Creek's fourth penalty on the night. You look at Stanton, they've got six penalties. They continue to march it off across the 20, down to the 15, 14. And they'll spot it down there, the 14-yard line. So with 102 left to go here in the third quarter, 28-28 ball game. It'll be first to 10, Stanton. Under a minute to play now as a Wilkie comes up to the line of scrimmage, takes the ball from uh, his center, takes it around the right end, and he's going to be top down, top down here at the 15-yard line. So uh, Wilkie trying to uh, get outside. He is top down in the play here at the uh, 15-yard line. So nice play there by the uh, Sandy Creek defense. That's uh, Ethan Shaw getting over here on the defense to bring him down. No gain on the play, second down. And uh, 10 yards to go. The ball resting between the 14 and the 15-yard line. Under 30 seconds to play now here in the third quarter. Stanton taking a lot of time there, waiting for the play to be signaled in from the sidelines. Now they've got it. Going to be inside 14 seconds. Actually going to be inside about 10 seconds when they take this snap. Wilkie has got it. Wilkie is going to just run the ball up of left tackle, and he... Takes the ball down inside the uh, five-yard line to about the three. I guess I shouldn't say tackle. It's a, it's a guard position over there as he moves the ball just to the, the left of the center there to the uh, guard position as he moves the ball down here to about the uh, what four-yard line. And that's going to be the end of the third quarter of play. Three quarters in the books. And to Sandy Creek and Stanton, we are tied at 28 points apiece. But to Stanton is on the move, setting a point-blank range at the uh, four-yard line. We'll take a break. Sandy Creek 28, Stanton 28. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. SC Farms of Fairfield and Skyline Farms of Edgar want to congratulate the Sandy Creek football team on a great season and good luck in the state playoffs. We are proud of you. SC Farms of Fairfield and Skyline Farms of Edgar are proud supporters of Cougar Athletics. Before or after the game, stop into the Trailhead Tavern of Fairfield. The Trailhead Tavern is owned by Gary and Rachel Susie and is located on Main Street in Fairfield. The Trailhead Tavern is open evenings Tuesday through Saturday and on Sundays from 4 to 8 p.m. Enjoy their homemade pizza and relax in their cozy atmosphere. You'll find it all at the Trailhead Tavern of Fairfield, where the trail begins and ends. You are listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports.
All right, uh, we've got a uh, first and goal. The ball is sitting at the four-yard line of uh, Sandy Creek. And here's the uh, quarterback keeper around the right end as Wilkie takes the ball close. He's into the end zone for the touchdown. Into the end zone for the touchdown, and the the Mustangs have got the lead here. uh, Stanton has got the lead 34-28 to begin the uh, fourth quarter. 20 carries, 199 yards, and four touchdowns for Wilkie here in this football game. And the first play of the fourth quarter is a six-pointer here by Stanton. They'll line up and go for two. They lead it now 34-28. to 28. Again, we're just underway in quarter number four. Stanton now uh, right to left here in the fourth and final quarter. They've uh, now got the uh, six-point lead. The pitch back comes here to a Pohlmeyer. Penalty flag goes down as Pohlmeyer takes Pullman the ball into the, the end zone, zone. for a... Uh, Two-point conversion. We've got a flag over there on the uh, far side. It's going to be a holding call. A holding call is going to go on to Stanton, so they'll wipe off the uh, two-point conversion. Now they're going to try the two-point conversion out around the uh, 12 or 13-yard line here. They march the ball back. It's a 34-28 ball game. Winner plays for the Class D1 state championship a week from Monday down in Lincoln against uh, Exeter Milligan Friend or Crofton. Those two teams playing tonight in Crofton. So here's the two-point conversion try. Oh now we my. got movement. We got movement. Is it going to go on Sandy Creek? Looks like Sandy Creek jumped off sides. That's going to give them uh, five of those right, yards back. The officials uh, conferring here at the uh, 15-yard line. Who moved? They're pointing on each side here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they both are. But now Stanton's starting to walk back uh, towards the north. Well, and they'll stop. It's going to be an illegal procedure call on Stanton. Back-to-back penalties on Stanton after the touchdown. So now eight penalties on Stanton, and oh, boy. Yeah, this could loom large now. Yes, it very well could at a 34-28 ball game, six-point lead. They just get the touchdown, and now they've been hit with two penalties. They've got the football pushed all the way out past the uh, 15-yard line, out about the 18-yard line is the line of scrimmage where they'll attempt this uh, two-point conversion. From the 18-yard line, here's a Wilkie. He's going to back up. He steps up. Wilkie is going to be hit. Down he goes. Two-point conversion is no good. So the two-point conversion is no good. But Stanton has still got the lead here in this one. Stanton 34, Sandy Creek 28. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. Sometimes it takes people coming together to build something special, like a block party for new neighbors, a s'mores night in the backyard, a cattle farm that spans generations, or just a place where everyone belongs. People coming together is what you'll find in any community, and it's what you'll find behind our doors at Pinnacle Bank. Because we're not just a bank in Nebraska, we're Nebraska in a bank. Pinnacle Bank, the way banking should be. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You were locked in to Extreme Sports. Let's get back to the action with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. Hi, back here at Sandy Creek. We're in the fourth quarter, 11 minutes and 56 seconds to play in the game. A failed two-point conversion attempt by Stanton has now got his lead at six points at 34 to a 28. So Stanton will kick off. Again, a couple of penalties on the two-point conversion try. A holding call, an illegal procedure call. So they were attempting the two-point conversion. 
from the 18-yard line. And Wilkie, the quarterback, was uh, sacked as he was uh, scrambling with the ball. So it's a six-point ball game now, 34-28. to These two teams uh, going toe-to-toe here the way it should be in the state semifinals in Class D1. Here's the uh, kickoff return by Sandy Creek, 20-25, 30-yard line, 35, midfield to the 38-yard line. Returning the ball for uh, Sandy Creek was uh, Connor Rempe all the way back to the 38-yard line of uh, Stanton. So that's uh, where Sandy Creek is going to start. This is the type of game we expected. We were talking defense in the first half, not so much in the second half, Jimmy. Up and down the field we go. No, it's been up and down the field. I'll get you some stats after this play here, but very comparable, as you would expect on both sides of things. Going to be uh, the least amount of mistakes, and who can convert on fourth down because you know we're going to have several of them fourth down conversions coming up. Ball right at midfield for Sandy Creek. Hyde Shaw with an empty backfield. He's got a couple of wide receivers to the right side. Shaw's going to run the ball to 40. He's at the 35, 30-yard line, 25. Look out, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Sandy Creek. Penalty flags down. I hope this does not go against Sandy Creek. That would be a foolish penalty. Shaw was already way past the play, the foul. And he takes it in from 39 yards out. But I think this is coming back. We just talked about mistakes. Oh, my goodness. They did not need to make that block. Yeah, that was a 39-yard run by Shaw. It takes the ball to the end zone. And uh, downfield, we've got a uh, penalty on Sandy Creek. Unsportsmanlike conduct call. And now uh, the coaching staff here for Sandy Creek wants to find out what happened there. Shaw broke into the open, Jimmy. Like I said, that kind of that penalty occurred on the far side of the field, clear away from the action, but that's going to wipe that uh, touchdown off of the board here, and Sandy Creek is going to be penalized back in their own territory. Well, to tell you how far away it was, Shaw was all the way at the five-yard line when that penalty flag was thrown. I was getting ready to write down the 39-yard touchdown run, and then the flag come throw, was thrown into the air. That is just uh, – that's you don't need that. That's uh, – <laughs> We're in the semifinals here, folks, and uh, you can ill afford to have any mistakes like that. They'll still give them. It's a spot foul, so they'll still give them uh, a gain of about six yards on that play. All right, so it should bring up a uh, It's first down, they call it. First down and uh, four yards to go. And now here's another penalty flag. It's going to be an illegal procedure call on Sandy Creek. So back-to-back fouls now on the Cougars after Stanton went down to reclaim the lead at 34-28. to Well, and that's when Stanton was hit with two back-to-back penalties, which cost them the two-point conversion. Now Sandy Creek with the football pushed all the way back to the 38-yard line of Stanton. So it's going to be a first Is it still first down and nine? Yeah, first down and nine. All right, first down and nine after the... The five-yard penalty, so settle down, troops. 11.37 left to go in this ball game. It has been a thriller here tonight. 34-28 to 28 is the score. We're in the fourth quarter. Rempe comes in motion. Shaw wants to throw. Shaw cranks her up. Here's a pass downfield. It's going to be caught and dropped at the 10-yard line. They had a couple of wide receivers in the area, but an incomplete pass. That was uh, Jack Clark again. He's a... Big tall target at six foot four. In fact, all their wide receivers six four, six six, six six. He just kind of threw that ball in the area there, and they couldn't come up with a pass. So now Sandy Creek looking at second down and nine yards to go back here at the thirty 
eight-yard line of uh, Stanton. Boy, and those are one you want back. He waited for the ball to get down there, and it hit him right in the hands. He drops it down. Second down now for Sandy Creek. Shaw will have one guy off his right hip. Rempe again comes in motion. Here's his shot with the ball. He's going to run it, and he's going to be hitting. Down he goes. Shaw trying to take it around the right end. Got it to the line of scrimmage. Maybe a a yard game. That's Mitchell Hupp again. The outside linebacker coming up to make the sticks. Six-foot, 185-pound senior for the Mustangs. And now Sandy Creek looking at third down. Third down and about eight yards to go. The ball still sitting at the 38-yard line of Stanton after Sandy Creek scored an apparent touchdown a couple of plays ago. It was brought back on a penalty. Boy, and if this uh, drive doesn't continue, you're going to look at that penalty. And, boy, that looms large right now if they cannot get this first down. Third down, eight yards to go from the 38. Shaw's got the ball, plenty of time. He wants to throw, and now he wants to run it across the 40. 35 stumbles his way to the 30-yard line, and he's going to be about a yard shy of a first down. So Sandy Creek will be looking at fourth down here, fourth down and about a yard from the Stanton 31-yard line officially. Sandy Creek obviously will go for this one. We're down to 10 minutes and 25 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. 34-28 Stanton, the top seed. Number one ranked Stanton with the lead over Sandy Creek in the Battle of the Unbeatens. Fourth down. Fourth down in a yard from the 31-yard line of uh, Stanton. Here comes Shaw. He's got a running back in the backfield along with him off of his right tip. Shaw's got the ball. Shaw's got the first down as he Oh, here's oh a penalty no, flag not down. again. Penalty flag is uh, down here. Shaw apparently picked up the, the uh, first here, down. But uh, let's see, we got a penalty flag down. Penalty flag is down. If this one goes on personal Sandy foul. Creek, it's going to be a personal foul. Oh, Face mask way. call. Face mask call there on this end. So Shaw's going to pick up about six yards on the fourth down carry. And then Stanton going to be hit with their ninth penalty of the night, and they bring the football all the way down to the uh, about 11, now back to the 12, 13-yard line will be the line of scrimmage. So 9.56 left to go. That was the back judge that threw that in, threw a bullet as he threw that flag. I haven't seen that many line judges throw that uh, that much of a heater. Oh, since we saw Rupert do it. Oh, Rupert, he had a big arm back, yes. back in the day. Super Rupert. That's right. All right, first and 10 here now for uh, Sandy Creek from the 13-yard line. Of a Stanton. Rempe goes in motion. Now, here's a pass that's going to be delivered. It's going to be caught for the touchdown. Caught for the touchdown. Jack Clark again gets another touchdown pass. This one from 13 yards out. So Clark redeems himself. He dropped that one down here right in front of us, which hit his hands wide open down there. He dropped that one, but then he comes back. He'd run the drag pattern across the middle, and Shaw... Faked the handoff to uh, to Rempe, and then he found Clark all alone in the uh, end zone. Threw that in there, 13-yard touchdown pass for Clark. That is his second touchdown of the night. Now they'll line up and uh, go for two here. It's a tie ball game, 34-34 at 9:31. This is a big two-point conversion. Shaw has got the ball. He fakes it. Shaw is going to run it. Shaw takes it into the end zone for the score. For Shaw, that adds to his total. Shaw over 200 yards of rushing. He's had two touchdowns. He's converted three two-point conversions here tonight. So with 9.31 left to go in this semifinal match, the winner goes to Lincoln. 
There is 9.31 left to go. Sandy Creek leads at 36-34. to And you're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. Fairfield Butcher Shop has probably been serving South Central Nebraska for over 40 years. They offer custom butchering, processing, canning, and curing. The retail store also sells jerky, bologna, sticks, fresh ground beef, steaks, bacon, sausage, and a variety of other cuts. Stop in today for some fine quality meats. The Fairfield Butcher Shop proudly supports Cooter Athletics. The Cougar Pride Booster Club would like to congratulate the Sandy Creek Cougars for making it to the playoff semifinals and wish them the best of luck in tonight's game. The Booster Club supports activities that enrich the educational experience and promote character formation of the Sandy Creek High School students and promote community pride and involvement in the school. Congratulations again to the Cougars and the Cougar Nation for such a successful season. Keep up the hard work. You are listening to Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell on Extreme Sports. Mike Will, Gene Shaw, Jimmy Purcell, back here at uh, Sandy Creek tonight. The Class D1 State Semifinals, the Cougars with a lead now, 36-34. These two teams are tired of seeing the return men get huge returns. That was just a squib right across midfield. Wilkie has now got the ball. Wilkie, quarterback keeper, gets it a couple of yards. Yeah, they're, they're going to give him a midfield here on the, on the short kick. So it's going to be Wilkie taking the ball down to about the uh, 30. Now, now a penalty flag down. A holding call. A holding call. Uh, it's going to go on the uh, Mustangs. That'll cost him uh, 10 yards here. Boy, that was a very late penalty flag. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. We're at the Sandy Creek. Wherever you are, we're glad to have you aboard tonight. I know uh, some people checking in from Texas tonight, listening to us on Extreme Sports. Uh, people from South Carolina listening to us tonight on Extreme Sports. So no matter where you are, glad to have you aboard. Welcome to a chilly Fairfield, Nebraska. Here's a Wilkie stacked up. Now look at that defense, Jimmy. Look at that defense playing with a, a mission. They give him a good spot. Four-yard gain. Give him forward progress. It's going to set up about a second down at about 13 yards to go. Well, I'll tell you what. Like I said, if Sandy Creek pulls this off, you think it's loud now, you just wait. We're we're getting a workout up here tonight. Well, maybe not. If Sandy Creek wins, maybe he'll be quiet. Well, might. All right, here's a Wookiee. He wants to throw. He's got a man out here. A jump ball. It's going to be... Caught falling down. Great catch. Made down here at the 25-yard line. That's uh, Pullman. He was falling down in the play, and he falls down on his back with a ball in his uh, bread basket, and he hauls it in a big play there for Stanton. That is a 12 first down for Stanton, and Schmidt was on coverage. Schmidt never did turn around to find out to locate where the ball was. That was just an easy catch for Pullman. He brings it down 21 yards on the pass and catch first down. Now they've got it down to the Cougar 24-yard line. Wilkie under center. He pitches the ball back to uh, Pullman around the right end, 20-15, down to the 10-yard line as he uh, stumbles forward down to about the 8. 
Becker Pullman carrying the ball there, the six foot, 195 pound junior running back for the Stangs. First down and more as they move the ball down here, close to the uh, nine yard line. First and goal now with 8.15 to play in this fourth quarter. It is 36 34, Sandy Creek with the lead. Boy, if it ain't Wilkie, it's Pullman. They both have the burst of speed once they hit the open. Wilkie up under center again. Pitch back comes here. That's a Pullman to the far sideline to the five, and he gets down inside the five to about the two-yard line. It's going to bring up a second down, second down and goal now from the two-yard line, a pickup of about six, seven yards in a play by Becker Pullman. So the last two plays have went to the short side of the field. Maybe a Stanton looking to something coming back the other way here, Jimmy. A lot of green grass over here. To the uh, near side, we're down to seven and a half minutes to go now. Here in the fourth quarter, 36-34. Stanton trying to reclaim the lead here. Sandy Creek with a two-point advantage. Man comes in motion. They fumble the ball. Wilkie picks it up. Put his knee down. He he went down to his knee to retrieve the ball after it was uh, fumbled. A missed handoff there from the center to the uh, quarterback. Uh, Mishandled snap, and Wilkie had to go back to retrieve the ball, but his knee goes down at the four-yard line, so a loss of two yards in a play. So now that's going to bring up a third down, third down and goal from the Sandy Creek four-yard line. Yeah, going to push it out to around the three-yard line. They had it at the one, and again, Wilkie uh, went down and made the mistake, put his knee down on the ground when he went to pick the football up. In between the three and four-yard line, there's that tight set again. Third down and goal. We'll call it the three-yard line pitch play to Pullman to the left side. Pullman takes the ball into the end zone for the touchdown with 6.35 to play here in the fourth quarter. Pullman takes the ball in from three yards out. For Pullman, that's uh, 15 carries now and 69 yards. Pullman with uh, just his first touchdown of the night for Stanton. That is... Five, five touchdowns on the night rushing. <laughs> 40 to 36 is the score. Stanton has now got the lead. Stanton going for a two-point conversion with 6.35 to play here in the fourth quarter. Pullman gets the call here on a two-point conversion try. He just gets into the end zone for two as he swings it around the right side. The two-point conversion is uh, going to be good. So we'll take a break, 6.35 to play. Here in the uh, football game, we'll take a break with a score. Stanton 42, Sandy Creek 36. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. Since 1946, Cully Pipe and Steel continues to meet the pipe and steel needs of greater Nebraska and Kansas. Cully Pipe and Steel is a one-stop shop for all of your pipe and steel needs. Cully Pipe and Steel stocks a wide variety of steel and plumbing products. From custom steel products to structural steel, rebar fabrication, steel fabrications, and retail and wholesale plumbing parts and fixtures, remember Coley Pipe and Steel of Hastings. They're located at 405 West South Street and the Plumbing Showroom at 300 South Colorado in Hastings. Welcome back to Extreme Sports. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back here. 6.35 to play in the state semifinals from uh, Sandy Creek tonight. Now a 42-36 ball game, Jimmy. It's uh, Stanton back out on top. Yep, just back and forth. It's uh, shaping up to be one of them games that 
whoever has the ball last may have that opportunity to go in. I know it's crazy. There must be a certain school you go to. This clown beside me something else. <laughs> There's a uh, kickoff fielded by a short man again for the uh, Cougars across the uh, 35 to the 36-yard line. Well, you know, I've been around, uh, I've been around broadcasting for, uh, what, 30 years or so. Never, ever have I seen an individual act the way this uh, guy beside me is. Uh, unbelievable yep it's it's a <laughs> monumental moment <laughs> i'll put this down in my books when i retire <laughs> yeah. another monumental moment mike will school yeah. of broadcasting rowdy rowdy broadcasters beside you all right first and 10 down for a sandy creek from their own 37 yard line down they're trailing in the ball game by six shaw has got the ball shaw across the 40 he brings it into a Stanton territory to the uh, 35-yard line. Now you're worried about to maybe well, scoring, <laughs> I was just, scoring uh, with a lot of time left in the clock. I was just going to say that. You know, Sandy Creek's proven that they can take a lot of time off the board by just rushing the football. Shaw has just put this game on his back tonight. And, uh, boy, either way, he has had a whale of a game and a whale of a season. But, uh, yeah, you don't. You really can ill afford to go down there and score because Stanton's going to go right down there. If you do score, you better get the two-point conversion as it's a six-point ball game here. Shaw picks up eight off left side. 42-36 is the score here in the fourth quarter. It's been a dandy here tonight. Shaw fumbles the football. It's picked up. Now there's another fumble out there. Stanton is uh, applauding. They've got the ball. A turnover here for Sandy Creek. Stanton has got the ball on their own 38-yard line. Just a huge mistake by Shaw. He fumbles the snap, and then he tried to effort that ball to Rempe. We'll watch it here on replay. As Rempe gets tackled there, Rempe never really got the football. He had to turn around and try to grab it. And now, now you have the worst possible thing happen. You've got a six-point ball game. 5.40 5.40 left to go, and Stanton has the football at the 38-yard line. So Stanton comes up with a big play on the defense. They get a Sandy Creek uh, fumble here, and now Stanton has got the ball, and they have got the lead now, 42-36. to 36. Wilkie has got the ball running around the left, and he's across the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He runs into the end zone for a touchdown. Runs into the end zone for a touchdown. Do we see a penalty flag? Uh, we do not. A 42-yard touchdown run by Barrett Wilkie. Runs it around the left end. And the uh, Stanton uh, Mustangs go out on top now by a score of 48-36. to Wilkie now with 247 yards. And two. Must be about six by now, isn't it? Six touchdowns. Yeah. I, I thought it was five, but it's six touchdowns now. 247 yards, six touchdowns, and that one there is a crippling one after the fumble. So a big fumble out around the midfield stripe, and now they go for the two-point conversion. Pullmeyer around the right end. Penalty flags are down as Pullman takes the ball to the end zone. We'll check out the penalty flag. Right Looks like an area, Jimmy, of a hold out there on the corner. Yeah, I would think so to get uh, Pull, Pullman around the, uh, around the corner. That's going to be the call right there for Stanton. That's going to be their 11th penalty. Well, we go back to the fumble, and you're just trying to make things happen. They would have been better just to get on top of the football and to take their uh, loss to maintain possession of the football, and now you've got all kinds of trouble if you're a Sandy Creek fan with 5.30 left to go here in the ball game, They'll push them back at around the 13-yard line. Yeah, 13-yard line for this two-point conversion. 
So that was a, a holding call on uh, Stanton on the two-point conversion. Here's a Wilkie with the ball scrambling right side. Wilkie throws the ball. It's going to be incomplete. So the two-point conversion this time is uh, no good. And we got five minutes and 30 seconds to play now. Here in the state semifinal game in Class D1, Stanton has got the lead. Stanton 48, Sandy Creek 36. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. Sometimes it takes people coming together to build something special, like a block party for new neighbors, a s'mores night in the backyard, a cattle farm that spans generations, or just a place where everyone belongs. People coming together is what you'll find in any community, and it's what you'll find behind our doors at Pinnacle Bank. Because we're not just a bank in Nebraska, we're Nebraska in a bank. Pinnacle Bank, the way banking should be. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. We know the Sandy Creek football team has excelled on the field this year, but what about your cattle? Shaw Elite Cattle of Fairfield encourages everyone to be watching for our first public offering of private, treated Angus bulls. Bulls bred for high growth, balanced EPDs and eye appeal that are backed by maternally proven cow families. The Shaw brothers, Josh, Ethan, Christian, Charlie, and Delaney. Yes, she's one of the boys too are excited and proud to visit with all interested individuals about Shaw Elite Cattle's performance and genetics, not to mention anything sports or cougar country related. That's Shaw Elite Cattle of Fairfield. Welcome back to Extreme Sports. So the uh, kickoff from Stanton returned by uh, Rippey. He brings the ball out close to the uh, 30-yard line. And now Sandy Creek down by a couple of scores. Jimmy following a a big mistake right on the center of the field. They fumble the football. And uh, Stanton uh, takes the ball to the end zone for the score. 48 to 36. Now Stanton has got the lead. Well, now you got to hope that you score quick and then your defense can uh, come up with a with a big stop. The clock uh, beginning to be a huge factor against you. That fumble was just a backbreaker right at midfield. All right, Shaw's got the ball, and Shaw's going to try to air it out. Uh, Shaw's going to run the ball now. He's across the 30. He runs out of bounds here at the 34 or 35. So, yeah, Sandy Creek probably looking to take the ball downfield, needing a a quick score here, uh, Jimmy, and then uh, maybe try an onside kick or at least their defense got fun some way to stop the quarterback here for Stanton and uh, Barrett Wilkie. Six touchdowns for that cat here tonight. Yeah, Wilkie's uh, accounted for all seven as he threw one in the uh, second quarter. So Shaw takes it upfield, about a five-yard gain, going to break up second down. Clock stopped as Shaw was able to get out of bounds. Ball is sitting at about the 34-yard line of uh, Sandy Creek. Here's Shaw with the ball. Shaw brings it across the 35 to about the uh, 37-yard line before he is uh, crushed on the play there. Tackle made by uh, Garrett Hansen there for uh, Stanton on defense. So now Sandy Creek will be looking at third down here. And that's not, yeah, that's not what you wanted, that uh, play. Keep the ball inbounds. The clock continues to go. Four minutes and 50 seconds to play. In this uh, football game, Sandy Creek down by 12 points here. Wide receivers split out wide to the right side. In fact, three of them split out wide right. Empty backfield for Ethan Shaw and third down. Shaw's going to run the ball at the 35. Bounces off with a defender holding on for dear life, and he did not get to the first down stakes, which was the 40-yard line. 
Uh, about a yard shy of a first down. Well, now they're going to give him forward wow. progress. Uh, that was a great three. spot. They give him forward progress, Jimmy, to the 40. And that's exactly where they had to take the ball. Well, in great effort, there was a defender that had a hold of Shaw's jersey. It just was stretched to the limit before it would uh, bust at the seams, and he was able to get that football reached right up there at midfield. That's where the nose of the football is. 4-17 and moving in the fourth quarter. Sandy Creek trails. Right at the midfield stripe here. There's a man going in motion. Shaw's got the ball. He rolls right side, cranks her up. He throws the ball downfield. It's going to be intercepted. Intercepted. Wilkie has got the ball in the end zone. Brings it back to the 5, to the 10, to the 15, and he's hit out of bounds. Wilkie comes up with a big play on defense. So not only has he accounted for seven touchdowns tonight, Jimmy, Wilkie gets the interception and probably a seal of fate here for the Sandy Creek Cougars. Yeah, just Shaw trying to make something happen. He threw into double coverage down there, and uh, Wilkie was one of the men running stride for stride with the intended receiver down around the uh, five-yard line. He comes up with the pick. They get him out of bounds inside the 20, but the clock is... The problem now, 3.56 left to go here in the ballgame. Sandy Creek down by uh, 12 points. Wilkie has got the ball. Penalty flags are down as Wilkie takes the ball around the right end. And this is back in the area of a hold out there. On that to the far side as he tried to turn the corner out there. Boy, Wilkie's just had a sensational night. We'll total up the numbers, but he's well over 200 yards rushing. He's accounted for six rushing touchdowns. One passing touchdown here in the ball game, and uh, he's been most of their offense here tonight. Yeah, well, you could say he's been about all of it. 25 carries, 247, unofficially six touchdowns on the ground. He is uh, 3 of 11, passing 40 yards and one touchdown, one interception for Stanton. That is their 12th penalty on the night. Now they'll uh, they'll bring it back. Clock stopped at 351. It'll be a first and fifteen. All right, so Sandy Creek uh, trailing both of these teams again into this game uh, undefeated like it should be in the uh, state semifinals. They've had uh, great years. The uh, head coach uh, for Stanton, uh, we understand, I found this out today, uh, the head coach for Stanton actually died of cancer uh, before the season got started back in August, Jimmy. So they were uh, scrambling and uh, they're kind of playing their season here for uh, their former uh, head coach who uh uh, succumbed to uh, cancer after a 22-month uh, battle there and uh, died just before the uh, season uh, got underway. So some heavy hearts, I'm sure, on the, yeah. the side of Stanton here tonight. Yeah, and a great uh, great crowd traveling down from Stanton. That's just uh, located just a little bit to the east and uh, south of Norfolk, so quite a, a drive. But they've got one whole section of bleachers filled up here. They just signaled there was a hold error. A holding call, and then they had a face mask call against Sandy Creek, so they brought it back to the original line, and now we've got uh, timeout Stanton. All right, timeout Stanton, 327 to play. You're listening to High School Football tonight on Extreme Sports. You are locked into Extreme Sports. To some, the sound of a bag of seed being opened marks a year of unpredictability and sleepless nights. But for those opening a bag of Pioneer brand corn... It brings a different set of feelings. To them, that sound marks innovation, knowing every seed has been proven in the toughest environment possible, the field. It marks the start of the best year you'll ever have. Pioneer brand corn hybrids, field proven and ready for yours. 
Visit Pioneer.com slash innovation. Local sales representatives Sarah Hamburger of Glenville and Brian Shaw of Edgar are proud supporters of Cougar Athletics. The Cougar Pride Booster Club would like to congratulate the Sandy Creek Cougars for making it to the playoff semifinals and wish them the best of luck in tonight's game. The Booster Club supports activities that enrich the educational experience and promote character formation of the Sandy Creek High School students and promote community pride and involvement in the school. Congratulations again to the Cougars and the Cougar Nation for such a successful season. Keep up the hard work. You are listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports. Wilkie got the uh, last call as he brings the ball up to the 22-yard line, and then immediately Sandy Creek will call another timeout here. 3.21 to play. You're listening to high school football tonight on Extreme Sports. We know the Sandy Creek football team has excelled on the field this year, but what about your cattle? Shaw Elite Cattle of Fairfield encourages everyone to be watching for our first public offering of private, treated Angus bulls. Bulls bred for high growth, balanced EPDs and eye appeal that are backed by maternally proven cow families. The Shaw brothers, Josh, Ethan, Christian, Charlie, and Delaney. Yes, she's one of the boys too. Are excited and proud to visit with all interested individuals about Shaw Elite Cattle's performance and genetics, not to mention anything sports or cougar country related. That's Shaw Elite Cattle of Fairfield. You are locked into Extreme Sports. Let's get back to the action with Mike Will and Jenny Purcell. All right, uh, Pullman gets the uh, last carry there for uh, Stanton as he moves the ball for a first down. Moves the ball for a first down out here to the uh, 28-yard line. It's a uh, 48-36 to ball game now as uh, Stanton has got the lead over uh, Sandy Creek and uh, things look a little desperate now, Jimmy. Clock running at the 3.09 mark. Yep, they really do. That uh, first down, they're going to keep the clock moving. And... Uh, about a five-yard gain by Pullman there to get the football out to the 28-yard line. Going to be under yeah under three minutes now to go in the football game. And Wilkie's just going to go uh, straight ahead here. Wilkie across the 30, keeps the pile moving out to about the 33 or 34-yard line. And now as Sandy Creek will burn uh, their final time out here. Sandy Creek will take, uh, take their final time out, 2.45 to play. In the fourth quarter, you're listening to High School Football tonight on Extreme Sports. The Down South Bar and Grill in Dewey's would like to invite you to the Who Be What E-Craft and Vendor Show on Tuesday, November 28th, beginning at 5 p.m. Come see us for some holiday-themed cocktails, soups, and shopping. We'll have several different vendors on hand, including homemade baked goods, permanent jewelry, tumbler cups, locally grown houseplants, homemade candles, and more. And don't forget you can always enjoy the great food and atmosphere at the Down South Bar and Grill in Dewey's. Fairfield Butcher Shop has probably been serving South Central Nebraska for over 40 years. They offer custom butchering, processing, canning, and curing. 
The retail store also sells jerky, bologna, sticks, fresh found beef, steaks, bacon, sausage, and a variety of other cuts. Stop in today for some fine quality meats. The Fairfield Butcher Shop proudly supports Cooter Athletics. You are listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports. All right, Wilkie, another uh, carry as he moves the ball up to the uh, 49-yard line, inches the ball into Sandy Creek territory at about the uh, 39. I tell you, that Wilkie is, he is a load. He's hes averaging over seven yards a carry here tonight, six touchdowns. The guy is uh, unbelievable. Got a big line in front of him. He's dangerous. Wilkie just takes it off the uh, right side. This time he's going to be uh, stopped short. Sandy Creek out of timeouts, though. We're down to 2.05 to play here in the fourth quarter. And the Cougars going to come up short here tonight in the state semifinals in the Class D1. Boy, and you go all the way back to that fumble right about midfield. The uh, the snap to Shaw was fumbled, and then he tried to get it to Rempe. Kind of tried to force it into him. He was not able to get a good hand on it. He fumbles. What could have been if they would have just got on top and went down there, maybe got it in? They had some momentum uh, on their side. They would have been able to to at least get the six and then uh, possibly get a two-point conversion. They would have gone ahead by two. But instead, one play after the uh, fumble, Wilkie takes it the distance. Now we got a Stanton timeout. Well, Stanton is going to burn a timeout here with a minute and 27 seconds to play. In the fourth quarter, we'll take a break with a score. Stanton, 48, Sandy Creek, 36. SC Farms of Fairfield and Skyline Farms of Edgar want to congratulate the Sandy Creek football team on a great season and good luck in the state playoffs. We are proud of you. SC Farms of Fairfield and Skyline Farms of Edgar are proud supporters of Cougar Athletics. If you are looking for screen printing or embroidery work, turn to the experts at Protein Design of Grand Island. They have over 19 years of experience and are locally owned. The staff at Protein Design can create that shirt for your special event with custom screen printing services or get some custom embroidery on your clothing, hats, bags, or other accessories. At Protein Design of Grand Island, you can get the uniforms for your high school or college sports teams too. Get a quote by simply going to the website at ProteinDesign.com or by calling 308-203-4044. There's in-store pickup and delivery available. Protein Design, 2716 Old Fair Road in Grand Island. You are listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports. All right, Pullman takes the ball around the uh, left end. He stays in bounds. He gets the first down as he moves the ball down here to the 26-yard line. So we're down to a minute to play here in the fourth quarter. It's going to be Stanton picking up the win here tonight. Right now the score sits at 48-36, to 36, and Stanton is just waiting here at the line of scrimmage. It's a first and 10 down here at the Sandy Creek 26-yard line. Cougars are out of timeouts. Wilkie just backs up, takes a knee back here at the uh, 30-yard line. And it's going to be Stanton moving on to the Class D1 state championship ball game a week from Monday down at Memorial Stadium 
in Lincoln. They'll play either Exeter, Milligan, Friend, or uh, Crofton. And it's going to be a Stanton moving on to uh, play for the hardware uh, next week, Jimmy. And uh, a tough loss here for the Cougars. That's going to be uh, the ball game, although there's still 14 seconds yeah. left on the uh, clock as uh, both teams have already uh, come to the sidelines. And that's going to be your final score here tonight in the 48-36. Yep, what a year for Sandy Creek, though. Undefeated 11-0 coming into this game. And uh, got to face the top-ranked Stanton. Stanton comes on the road. And what a ball game. I'll tell you what this uh, lived up to what the uh, the pregame and everything was all about the game was kind of slow in the first half a little bit but it really cranked up in the second half and uh, boy I tell you what hats off to to uh, uh, coach Kuda and, and his staff and the uh, players for Sandy Creek they had an outstanding season nothing to hang their their heads about I know they'll look back at this one on game film and and uh, be pretty ill when they see the fumble and, and how it all unraveled. Baron Wilkie again, the uh, big man for uh, Stanton, accumulating uh, seven touchdowns here in this uh, ball game here tonight. All right, we understand Exeter Milligan friend has uh, maybe uh, beaten a crop, and we'll check on that. But anyway, final score here, 48-36. to it's uh, Stanton picking up the win here tonight. We'll have more in the final numbers coming up. You're listening to High School Football tonight on Extreme Sports. At Bossom Energy Companies, we are proud to be a trusted partner to our customers, a strong member of the communities we serve, and a family business that really cares. Bossom Energy Companies was started in Grand Island in 1948 and has grown to become a diverse group of companies with locations throughout the Midwest. Bossman Energy supplies local communities with petroleum products to fuel their farms and businesses, power their industries, and to heat their homes. With more than 70 years in the industry, Bossman Energy companies will continue to succeed well into the future by following the same principles that have guided this company since day one. Challenge. It's not something you shy from. It's a chance to up your game. Every day brings a new challenge. But with the Enhanced Channel Seed brand on your side, you can rise to it. With our top-performing seed, innovative digital tools, and expanded agronomic support, you can turn tomorrow's challenges into your next advantage. Your Enhanced Channel Seed brand. Let's rise to the challenge. Learn more at channel.com slash rise. Read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Call M&K Ag Solutions and Seed Sales at 402-984-3035. At Rooter Auction and Realty, we are land brokers and equipment auctioneers. Our company is deeply rooted in agriculture, and we realize that farm and ranch assets are serious business. We are an integrity-based organization which has evolved into over 55 years of service to Nebraska and northern Kansas. Consult with one of our 12 agents today if it's time to sell your family's land and assets. Call us today for a no-obligation consultation at 402-463-8565 or go to RooterAuction.com. Today's agenda includes office meetings this morning, followed by a client lunch, then back to the office for another meeting and ending the day with a presentation at a client's office. When you are on the go, you need an office phone that goes with you. At Hamilton, our business phone systems make it easy to sync your office phone features to your cell phone for quick and seamless call handling, no matter where you work. If your current office phone can't do this, you need better. Hire your local experts. Hire Hamilton at hamiltonisbusiness.com. When it comes to helping you protect what's important to you, you can trust the licensed independent insurance agents at Klein Insurance of Hastings. No matter what type of insurance you need, from auto to home to farm and crop, Klein Insurance will get it covered. 
They'll help you find the right policy for your specific situation. Klein Insurance has been in business since 1959 and is locally owned. Same-day quotes are available. At Klein Insurance, you'll get years of expertise, attention to detail, and exceptional customer service. Klein Insurance, 710 South Burlington in Hastings. Call 402-463-1256. TLC Vet Care is pleased to serve Hastings and the surrounding area. The goal at TLC Vet Care is to provide you and your pets with the best veterinary experience possible. Everything from dentistry to surgery. They can also do x-rays, microchipping, vaccinations, wellness checks, nutritional counseling, behavior management, parasite prevention, spay, and neuter. Let Dr. Tammy Craig and Dr. Katherine Kasten take care of your pets. Give them a call at 402-463-2899 or stop in to see them at 512 Eastside Boulevard in Hastings. We are here for you and your pet. TLC Vet Care of Hastings. At Sustainable Seed Solutions, our goal is simple. Our goal is for our customers to have profitability, period. With an exciting lineup of products from both Bex and Bravant, let us help to position your farm for continued success and profitability. Sustainable Seed Solutions is proud to support athletic and academic competitors in South Central Nebraska. As your Bex Hybrids and Bravant Seeds representative, Sustainable Seed Solutions brings their value to you and your farm with seed. Honestly, have a great harvest season. Ryan, Doug, and Tyler look forward to seeing you in the field this fall and being a partner in your success. Visit SustainableSeedSolutions.com. You are listening to High School Football on Extreme Sports. All right, back here in Sandy Creek, 48-36, to 36, the final score. Stanton knocks off of Sandy Creek, and Stanton will move on to the uh, Class D1 state championship ball game a week from Monday down at Memorial Stadium. But we touched, uh, touched on it, Jimmy, just uh, when you got two teams that can move the ball as well as these two teams, and you make a, a crucial mistake, uh, and the other team goes down to score, and all of a sudden you're down by two scores, Tough to come back from that, and that's what happened here. A fumble out toward the midfield mark by Sandy Creek in the second half. Stanton recovers. They go down to a score, and that's your final total, a two-score game here at 48-36. to Yeah, you just can ill afford to have mistakes, and, and we talked about it in the pregame show. That's what coaches will always tell you, and I know it's coach speak, but it's true. It's going to come down to whoever makes the least amount of mistakes and and who can uh, maybe create some turnovers that uh, is probably going to come out uh, on top in the football game, and that was the case here. Just uh, one late turnover by Sandy Creek, and that uh, really really jumped up to bite them, and uh, that's going to be the the deficit here in this football game tonight. Get you some final game numbers brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street and the Plumbing Showroom at 300 South Colorado. Cully Pipe and Steel, they've been around a long time. How about 46 years, Gino? 46 years they've been in business. For Stanton in the uh, football game, Ethan Wilkie goes all the way. His uh, number's not impressive passing. 3 of 11, 40 yards. He had a touchdown and an interception. But uh, Stanton rushed the football 49 times for 362 yards, 60 plays, 402 yards, 16 first downs. They were penalized uh, 
13 times in the football game. But here's where Wilkie hurt will hurt you, and he's hurt everybody on the whole year. 27 carries, 270 yards, six touchdowns. Six. And he threw one. He accounted for seven touchdowns here tonight. The, the man's amazing. And uh, the crowd going to gather around uh, Stanton. I know uh, you mentioned it with their coach uh, passing away of cancer here uh, a while back. And uh, I know a lot of heavy hearts. I can guarantee you they want to hoist that trophy next week down there in honor, honor of their uh, former coach. For Sandy Creek in the football game, Ethan Shaw finishes 5 of 10 passing, 55 yards. Shaw throws three touchdowns. Three touchdowns, and those three go to uh, the big uh, Clark. Clark, there you go, yeah. Yeah, Clark for Sandy Creek. He catches three touchdowns here tonight, them coming from 26, 6, and 13. The uh, Cougars rushed it 43 times for 241 yards, so 53 carries, 296 yards for Sandy Creek. 13 first downs. They had seven penalties. Here tonight, along with Shaw's passing numbers of uh, 55 yards and three touchdowns, he rushed it 36 times for 232 yards, and he had two touchdowns on the ground. Also accounted for three two-point conversions in this uh, football game. But uh, just a a little too short here. Again, uh, the mistake hurt uh, Sandy Creek. They were able to hang right in it with Stanton, but not able to uh, overcome that uh, fumble at midfield, and that proved to be the deficit. Got a final score of 48-36. to Stanton knocks off uh, Sandy Creek here tonight. Don't forget, uh, tomorrow we'll have a Hastings College football for you here on Extreme Sports. Broncos uh, closing out the 2023 season tomorrow on the road playing in Crete against the Doan University Tigers on the air with a pregame show at uh, 12 o'clock noon tomorrow. Our kickoff will be at 1 o'clock. So join us here on Extreme Sports, Hastings College football. Hastings and uh, Doan tomorrow afternoon here on Extreme Sports. Again, thanks for having us in uh, Sandy Creek here tonight. I want to thank uh, some of the sponsors who jumped on board here to help us out. Pinnacle Bank of Fairfield, the Butcher Shop, SC Farms and Skyline Farms. Also the uh, Corner Market, the Trailhead Tavern. Also Pioneer Seed with uh, Sarah Hamburger and Brian Shaw. The Down South Bar and Grill, the Cougar Booster Club and Shaw's Elite Cattle. For uh, Gene Shaw, for Jimmy Purcell, I'm Mike Will wishing you a very pleasant good evening from Fairfield.